Ho, 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 punk rockers. This is Jay Prozac, wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. This is Dummy Room 135. It's it's finally Christmas. It's here. Um, hopefully, uh, not too many of you guys made the naughty list. I think I was on the nice list because Santa brought me a guest this week uh, from Jagger Holly, from uh, Rad, and from the Hollywood Blondes. I got Steve Reynolds. How you doing, dude? Yo, what's up, Nate? Not much, man. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you too, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. You just cracked a beer. Uh, no, actually, I was, I was going to say, uh, this is a uh, non-alcoholic, uh, my uh, holiday drink of choice is just a uh, nice cold can of uh, Canada Dry. Nice. So this is my this is my festive mood right here. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you're here, dude. Finally. Um, I'm not going to yeah. bug you. I'm not going to bug you too much about Hollywood Blondes. Sure. Well, that's fine, man. You know, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I catch enough shit on the I catch enough shit on the uh, on, on the posts already. So, but yeah. no, that's 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 cool. We can talk about blunts. Before we get into all that, you know, it's it's Christmas. This episode, um, we're gonna be doing. Um, well, we're gonna be talking about Jagger Holly. We're gonna be like doing a track by track on that wonderful Christmas album we put out last year. Awesome album. The only Christmas music that I really like might be uh, just that Jagger Holly record. That is, oh my god, dude! It's it's on. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. we're gonna be talking about our favorite Christmas movies and just maybe some Christmas moments. But yeah, let's first let's figure out let's figure out this Hollywood Blonde stuff. The Hollywood Blondes. Right. On. All right. So first band was it? It wasn't Hollywood Blondes. What was your first band? Uh first band uh, ever would have been just the Reynolds. Uh, so that would be make a lot of sense. Uh, but uh, it was actually me and um, Mikey from Spastic Hearts and from Rad <clears throat> and from a band. Uh, they were the Creep Show uh, at one point, but then they were the High Life. Yep. Um, and then uh, our buddy Rob. And uh, we had a drummer. Uh, when we started, his name was uh, Brian. But then Brian, uh, we couldn't couldn't handle Brian anymore. So we ended up actually Mr. <laughs> Casey from, uh, <laughs> from uh, Johnny Three and Spastic Hearts uh, ended up uh, drumming for the Reynolds. And... Uh, that's yeah. That's when we started. It's probably like 2000. We were just talking about this. It was like 2000, 2001, something like that. It was like right, right when we were in college, and uh, we never really did anything. We <clears throat> we actually won a uh, battle of the bands in Youngstown, where we're from, and uh, we kind of cheated because we like just did every kind of kitschy <laughs> thing you can possibly do. Uh, <laughs> the band that we beat uh, is like a. They're very talented musicians. Like they were like a Beatles kind of uh, kind of rock band uh, in Youngstown. They had a huge following. And uh, we ended up just like completely stealing it because uh, Rob lit his pants on fire. Whoa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on purpose? We, we, we did. We did. We, oh, yeah. On 100% on purpose. He wore these like leather pants and I think he put some like uh, lighter fluid on it and just like <laughs> lit them. And then we had, for some reason, we had a, uh, a ridiculous surplus of garbage pail kids, the cards. Yeah. 
and we just started throwing the cards out to everybody and everybody was like fucking loving it. And then, uh, we ended up, <laughs> I don't know how, but we ended up winning this <clears throat> battle of the bands thing. And, uh, we won like 20 hours of studio time with, uh, the local, um, studios is actually his name's Pete Revere. He used to be in, um, he used to be in the dead boys at some point. Uh, and he, uh, is in a couple other bands, Deadbeat poets, a couple other things, more like, like more like, uh, modern rock kind of deal uh but an awesome dude and like we ended up just absolutely blowing that recording time like on this first like record like full record and like we never even finished it because we were just too busy partying and fucking around and yeah so there's somewhere somewhere at uh at the studio like buried like uh raiders of the lost ark it's like some hard drive with like these reynolds songs that we did and uh nobody's ever heard them before, you know and never really ever will but uh yeah so that was the first band and then i went into the blondes um which we started with uh tommy tommy teabagger mm-hmm. and uh billy um who uh he was in a couple other like uh metal or like you know, college rock bands like uh, he's a really good drummer and then we started doing that so that's when we started the blondes <laughs> since knows knows about the Hollywood Blondes but it's like one of those bands like the greatest band with the least amount of output like you guys I that's don't even my, know if you that's... had 10 songs recorded maybe 10 yeah that's like my that's the motto of my life is just you know <laughs> minimum output maximum effort uh, yeah well it's kind of like that band Wine Press I love Wine Press but they only have like yeah. 
10 songs out. It's like, I, I can't possibly love this band because I haven't heard enough. And it's the same with you guys. But what's out there yeah. is fucking amazing, man. Thanks, dude. Yeah, 10 songs. We did 10 songs. So we did the EP. Yep. Uh, which we recorded at that same studio uh, that uh, Pete Revere had. We recorded that there. And uh, then we did the uh, four-way split, the Cabana one. <clears throat> four-way split with uh, Johnny, Johnny Three, the yep. High Life, and the Peabody's. Yeah. Yeah. And that was awesome. We recorded that with Ryan Foltz. Um, he lives in, he lived in Cleveland. He was, a, I think he was the sound guy for Rancid at some point. He was in the, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the Irish punk bands. It was either like Dropkick or it was Flogging Mall. I don't know which one it was, but he played the mandolin. So whichever one has a mandolin, that's the one Ryan was in. <laughs> and uh, he was like the, like he recorded those four songs for us. And um, a really nice dude. Like we showed up at his house the one day and he was like, uh, it was like uh, the scene in Pulp Fiction with Eric Stoltz. Okay. Like the dude, the dude answers the door and it's like, he's in like the oldest 1970s bathrobe <laughs> and just like cigarette and like hair and just like, Hey, what's going on guys? And it's just, he's like, like, dude, you, you want us to like come back or no, 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 it's cool. I'm just going to go in the basement and record. I was like, all right, man. And uh, he was a real <laughs> nice dude. Really cool. Everything. So I thought everything came out pretty cool with that too. But uh yeah, I mean, that's it. Ten songs. Uh, we did one uh, Ghoulies cover for uh, Nowhere Records, uh, that giant one. And there was like two that came out at the same time. It yeah. was like Deep Impact and Armageddon of uh, Ghoulies cover records. And um, so we did Graveyard Girlfriend for that. <clears throat> and uh, that's it, man. That's all we ever uh, fully recorded were the ten songs in that one cover. So. I don't. Oh man, yeah. the, the fifteen minutes lame is awesome though. And uh, I know you had mentioned before, like maybe you guys had recorded like a second album, just never finished it or something. So yeah, so the rumors are true. Um, <laughs> we do, we do have. Actually, it's funny. We, Mikey from uh, Rad and Spesicarts, and uh, he has recording equipment at the house at his house, and uh, he had moved back up from Florida. And blondes were looking to do the record, and we did drums. Ah, I can't remember where we did drums at, um, but Billy did the drums, got them done. Uh, we went to Mike's house. We recorded uh, Bagger's bass stuff, and I did some guitar, like lead, like rhythm guitar. And then <clears throat> it just kind of fell apart. Like we stopped playing shows, and just kind of it just kind of faded away. So there, those tapes also are probably somewhere at Mike's house. Uh, just kind of sitting there. Um, they need like a few things done to them. We needed, and there's no vocals done. There's no leads done. There's no, it's really just the, just the bare bones that are on there. Um, and I mean, that's been, I don't know how many years it's been, but I mean, it's, it's definitely got dust on it to be sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there are, you know, I'll never say never on something like that. Like I would like to do it. I, I would like to get back in there and, you know, finish those songs. Cause we played them live for so long, but uh, just never put them, put them on wax so maybe you know yeah maybe once you know the pandemic ends maybe uh that'll be like hell freezing over and we'll get it uh we'll get it we'll get it out there yeah. somehow some way hey merry christmas you filthy animals this is angie and mikey and you're listening to the dummy room Yeah. 
how did uh, how did Rad start? So Brad started, I think we started in like 14 or 15, maybe 15, I think it was, maybe when we kind of started uh, kicking the tires on doing something. Mike and I have been talking about it, and um, and Ange, obviously. Uh, and then um, we were like, well, we need a drummer. And then, like, uh, you know, Bo from the Lebowskis, uh, who was in Harrisburg, uh, he had moved out here to Youngstown, and uh, we talked to him, and he was like, yeah, you know, it sounds good, we'll do it. And then you know, that was it. We started putting songs together and uh, Mike and I decided that, you know, he, he was like, well, I got some songs and, you know, I'm like, well, I'll write a few songs too, but I can't write a full record. And Mike's like, that's cool. Cause I probably don't want to do that either. So, you know, we decided to, to split vocals and, um, you know, we did half his songs and half the songs I wrote and arranged them all as a band. And, um, you know, uh, that's my favorite thing I think that I've done. I love the blonde stuff and I love the time that I had doing that, but, uh, the most like, you know, that I got out of anything would have been that rad record. So really cool. Uh, really happy that I got to do that. And the people liked it. Apparently people liked it. So that was, you know, another thing that was a little bit of, of a bonus. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I love that record. Mike and Angie were on the show, like, I don't know, a year ago or so. And uh, yeah, yeah. Super wonderful people. And um, of course, yeah, it's just it's just one more of those things that just sort of yeah. died and uh, just didn't have enough output, you know? Yeah, I mean that's like I said, that's you know that's my that's my credo, you know, minimum output, maximum effort. So. I still listen to that thing though. It's still Good. that's awesome. Thanks, man. I always like the title. You know, the title is just it's very clever. You know, selfishly yeah. titled. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we uh, yeah we you know that was just something we kind of came up with at the t- at the table. We would just sit around at the table and maybe have some beers or whatever, and it was like ah, oh, like ST is cool, you know, like everybody uses puts like that's the abbreviation for self titled. Yeah. And then uh, I was just like, oh, what about selfishly titled? And that's just uh, just clever enough and just stupid enough to uh, fit what, what we what we were looking to do. So that yeah, was cool. <laughs> that's great. Very cool. And we got yeah, we had great, you know, great. Uh, that was that's another thing about that uh, I've been lucky for is uh, everybody that I've worked with as far as people doing like designs uh, for album stuff. Uh, that's I still tell Jake Sauer every time uh, if I ever see him out in Indiana that uh, he's the reason why we sold so many 15 minutes of lame. And why people like it so much because that cover and uh, uh, the artwork is uh, what sold it. Because he does amazing work. It's, he does. All his shit's amazing. And then uh, Ryan down in uh, Florida, um, who was in uh, the High Life with Mike and Ange and Christian, um, he helped or he did the um, artwork for the uh, rad the rad record. So um, he said, I'm pretty sure that's yeah, he that's he did it. But yeah, it was uh, the artwork doesn't you know if you. Judging a book by its cover, I just believe, yeah, just judge it by the cover <laughs> because that <laughs> that uh, it can help sell uh, records uh, that way. So, yeah, yeah, that guy does really great art. I know I put a uh, Jeff. I'm talking Jeff Sauer, and um, yeah, yeah, all of his for a while there, he seemed like he was doing like everybody's cover. I <laughs> yeah, I, I put out a seven inch that that he had done, and still just like, oh man, it's so cool. And I've never met him or anything, but I've always wanted to. But does he have a book or oh, anything? Nice yeah, he's got a book. That's what I <laughs> yeah. thought. I'm like, I never got it, but I. That's when you know you're a serious artist and like you're really good at what you do. And they're like, here's a fucking book of all the cool shit that I did. And everybody's like, that's awesome. <laughs> that looks great. Everything looks amazing. And yeah, he did. Um, whenever we would play shows in Indiana, uh, at, like the Brass Rail or whatever, he would always do the flyers. So there was always a really kick-ass flyer. <laughs> uh, he was working on those too. So that's what a lot of them was in the book too. And uh, yeah, really nice dude and does uh, amazing work. So glad he. I hope he's still doing it. 
Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know anything about him. So, so after that, I'm like, <clears throat> just let's let's start talking about Jagger Holly a little bit. Like, like, how did it start? Was it Jay's idea and just recruited you, or? Oh yeah, this uh, this that's Jay's. Uh... Jagger Holly is Jay. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's his brainchild. So, I mean, it was like, um, you know, they had done the heart stuff uh, for a while. And then Jay was like, uh, you know, I kind of want to do something else. And um, he asked me because we had never really actually been in a band together. I mean, I, I had done a few. Uh, like I said, I had played on the J3 record uh, for Sex Bomb. Uh, and I did go on tour with them in Europe once. And then... Um, I had done some shows like in the States, but nothing like a, like a huge tour. And, uh, <clears throat> he was like, Hey, you want to do this? Uh, this thing I'm going to do is like Jagger Holly. He's like, I just want to, um, you know, get back into it. And he's like, uh, Mr. Casey's going to drum. I said, ah, yeah, man. So, you know, he had everything planned out of what he, you know, what he wanted to do and, um, marketing and all that. I mean, you know, he, he's a, he's a machine with that kind of stuff. And, uh, he knew the vision he wanted and was like, yeah, dude, just let's, let's rock. So, uh, you know, we did the DJ for Europe record and um it's a great one man uh yeah I had a lot of fun uh with that um that was uh kind of um just like uh kind of refreshing because like i didn't have to do much <laughs> I, <you> know, <laughs> I'm, uh, I don't know if you picked up on the uh on the on the hints that i've been dropping but like i don't really do like i don't like to be in charge of a lot of this shit so uh <laughs> i um just show up and play nice to be like uh yeah, man, just plug me in and, you know, point me to the stage. Like, that's, you know, and I'm, and I'm there. And, uh, you know, so he had everything, you know, ready to roll. He's like, you know, this sound, this would sound cool. And then, like, you know, you put your little input in every now and again. And if he likes it, it's cool. And if not, we'll just uh, take another take. And, uh, yeah, dude, the record came out great and uh, still an awesome one to listen to. And it was a great time. You know, did a lot of uh, shows with uh, with him and Case. And, yeah. uh, you know, also another really, really great uh time playing music uh, with your buds so. so let me ask you about the video for friday night where's that film sure. it's filmed in an action that's got to be an actual <laughs> so, bathroom right so uh the friday night video was filmed at a uh it's like a teen outreach center that uh <laughs> we used to practice at okay and uh mr casey was the uh our contact for that like they basically did like um they had a stage and they would do like uh, community, like local theater stuff and a couple other things. And like the dudes that ran it were really cool and real nice. And they're like, yeah, you can like, you know, take up this one spot in practice space. And we would go there and practice. And, uh, you know, obviously them being in the arts and everything, like we're like, hey, we want to shoot a video. And they go, oh, of course you can do that. And uh, our buddy, the killer, uh, was like, uh, hey, let's do this video. So uh, I think I might have come from work that day. I can't remember. That's why I was in my uh, monkey suit. <laughs> and, uh, and then we just started finding shit. Like, you know, if you're in a, like a place like a community theater, like there's going to be weird shit laying around like those legs that like uh, there's like stuffed legs at some point yeah, that are yeah. in there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you're going to find like weird shit. And it's just like, well, you're shooting a video and we're in a bathroom. Just start, you know, make it weird. So, uh, yeah, we shot that in the in the bathroom uh, there. And obviously, uh, Mike uh, from Rad Spastic Arts makes a, uh, a memorable appearance. And our buddy Gustav. Is it uh, Frank is, Myers uh, in the beginning? He's the guy with the, the hat on, the big the guy at the bar. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's uh, that's uh, that's Jagger Holly uh, Pub right there. That's uh, he's the uh, the brain, the brains behind everything. Uh, Mr. Frank Myers, Gustav. He um, that was shot, I think, at Cedars, uh, which is like a local bar uh, that we would play a lot of shows at. The beginning was shot there, and then <clears throat> uh, you know the magic of television. Uh, 
then we were magically at the, uh, you know, the, the theater uh, thing. So yeah. Uh, yeah. That video is a lot of fun. You know, everybody's obviously just goofing off and shit. Yeah. It was a good time. One old place where we could go and get the So Jay moves. You're out of the band. Are you? Are you technically still in Jagger Holly? Uh, I am. Um, like if Jay were to like come over and tour. So I mean, Jay knows uh, I'm the hired. I'm a, his hired gun. If he <laughs> if he makes the call and I can get the time, you know, and he's over here, he knows he's got me uh, ready to go at a at a moment's notice. But um, you know, I mean, I know Matthias and uh, yeah, Matt yeah. can't get in here, right? I, at least with D cracks, he can't. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know uh, if we can. Um, if we could somehow sneak him and, and, uh, Mike and, uh, I, I don't know, man. I mean, like we could probably try, I think Paul could still get, I think finally Paul was, was part of, uh, maybe Paul was part of it. I don't know. I can't remember when they got into that. If Paul was playing with them at that time or not. I don't think so. I think um, Eric, Eric from the jetty boys was playing with them when they got caught. Oh shit. I think. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Then from my understanding, uh, <clears throat> I don't think they can get back in as of now. Uh, maybe we can, uh, petition the the sleepy joe to get the <laughs> to let the d cracks back in we'll uh, we'll wait till january we're with the january 20th and we'll see what we can see what we can do but get that uh, presidential pardon yeah man let's we need the we need the pardon the d cracks we need to get this shit on man let's let's have it happen because i want to see those dudes again i haven't seen them since i uh was out uh i think since i was out there and that was like 2009 wow it's been like 11 years <laughs> yeah i've never seen them so Oh God, it was great. They're great live. So much fun. Yeah. They're so much fun. I love that band. Yeah. So so what'd you think yeah, of when great. what'd you think of when Matt replaces you? Because he's a hell of a player. But... Oh dude, that's an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> upgrade. Uh, I'm not saying upgrade, but is... it's just like I mean just oh, imagine no, like 
I mean, that's your replacement. I mean, the guy's got this... I mean, him and Jay obviously don't have the same voice at all, but he's got a really cool voice, and he can write that's fucking songs. Great. And That's yeah. why it's great. I love the fact. I love the... Um... I love the dichotomy of their uh, of how they interact uh, vocally, and uh, that's one of my favorite parts about when they did uh, the, the the middle record, and then even just when we start talking about like the windowsill split, and obviously the Christmas record, which we're going to get into. But um, yeah, I uh, I really love it, and I, that uh, the way that that uh, international Playboy sounds is it's fantastic, and um, it just sounds so great. And he, hell yeah! I mean, I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, he is an upgrade, dude, because he he can play the fucking guitar, like it, <laughs> all his shit. I was, I was listening today. I'm just like, damn, I wish I could play like that. And uh, yeah, he uh, he's great. Like I said, uh, I, I think, uh, like I said, if, I, if Jay came back and we can't, you know, get the D cracks pardoned and whatever, and he comes back to do shows, yeah, he knows he uh, he knows I'll go with him and uh, do my best. That's uh, great to uh, keep up the Jagger Holly name. So. So what do you think? Yeah, like, definitely, you've known Jay a long time. Like, you've you saw Johnny Three yeah. and you spastic hearts. And I mean, it's like this dude's oh, yeah. like writing ability. Just it's on a fucking slow incline. You know, it just keeps getting better. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, uh, I, I loved Johnny Three, but I mean, and some like we kind of talked about it before. When you listen to Johnny Three, you can kind of hear a little bit of the uh, like the greatness that's yet to come, you know. And Spastic Hearts were oh, yeah. something completely special, just a little bit different. And now Jagger Holly, it's like this guy just keeps writing yeah. these fucking hit after hit. It's like, where does this all come from? <laughs> like when? Yeah, I, dude. And eventually, you you can't you got You can't write tens your whole career you know well you know what i'm saying I mean, it's like god it's like maybe you can <laughs> yeah we'll see but i talked to him and marino i mean yeah well that's like the same guy it's like there's a competition you know who's gonna fuck up yeah, first yeah <laughs> now they're both in europe and it's like jesus christ you guys take fucking everything you guys are just europe takes everything it's really not fair um but no i just uh, him as a songwriter and i mean just everything i mean he's a great singer too but i mean it's just like like yeah. this christmas album like I know some people don't like it because it's a Christmas album, but it's like right. so well written. And if it just if it wasn't a Christmas album, this is like the best Jagger. It's still the best Jagger Holly album, I think. But take the Christmas part out, and I think people fucking lose their shit over it. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, I um, <clears throat> so back uh, to rewind a little bit the output. Um, yeah, like uh, I can't. Um, there's some people, and this is coming from somebody who obviously has literally only ever had uh, 16 songs ever recorded of his own. So basically, <laughs> I mean, I can make a whole record of just like Steve Reynolds shit. But um, and because I'm so hypercritical of things that I do and like how I want things to sound and <clears throat> how I want, you know, cadence and vocals and how I, you know, how I write vocals, how, how all the all the absolute like stupid shit that i do to just get what i get out of <laughs> my songwriting um and all the shit that i gotta put up with myself like in order to get it done and then he just like then there's jay and he's just like yeah i got the next record ready and i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me <laughs> he's just like <laughs> it's just non-stop it's just like he constantly has uh you know one in the chamber you know it's like That's uh, you know and even beyond that yeah and even beyond that there's um you know, tackling a Christmas record is, I mean, you know, um, just seems, especially like a Christmas record that's, you know, I mean, it's, there's the one cover, but still it's like, it's 100%, you know, your own. Yeah. Um, 
it's uh it's it's something man that's I, I know i could never you know like i said i know i could never do something like that that's that takes a real a certain level of talent and uh do you know how long it took jay to write that album oh shit no he sent me a message the other day dude and uh we were, we were kind of shooting the shit about he went back to work you know like the lockdown must have ended a little bit or let up a little bit and right. he said the you know and i was like well that kind of you know, it kind of sucks to be at home a lot. And he was like, he's like, no, no, I love being at home. He drinks beer and, and writes, writes songs. Yep, and yep. I'm like, oh, well, th- that's good. Stay home. <laughs> I, I, I got a feeling that the next couple of years for Jagger Holly is just going to be nuts. Yeah, I have a feeling that the next thing's going to be big. Big. I, I, I think yeah. there's a couple things coming that are going to be different and special. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I said, that's that's the thing with him. You know, he can, uh, he can take on these... Uh, weird uh weird things like uh doing a christmas record and <clears throat> everything else and it kind of goes where uh you know where few uh have the balls to tread so uh you know it'll be uh i'm, I'm psyched to hear uh you know what's next uh for jagger holly so Before we get into the album, man, let's let's talk a little bit about Christmas. Oh yeah, so you you, you a big Christmas guy? I'm a pretty big uh, Christmas person as far as like um, like I don't really I hate like I mean I'm not, I'm not gonna lie I hate Christmas music I hate it uh, like I hate having to like walk into stores and I hate having to like you know when you get into like all that uh, that side of Christmas and everything it's just like you know to me it's yeah, that that part I don't like, um, but like when it hits, as much of a Grinch as I might seem to be, like leading up to Christmas, like Christmas Eve <laughs> is just like what, like my favorite day of the year. Like Christmas Eve is my favorite day of the year. It's just like it it it, it feels like uh, it just feels different on Christmas Eve. You know, wherever yeah. you're at or whatever you're doing. Um, Absolutely. And uh, so there is like a there is like a weird magic to it that I think uh, you know, even though I'm uh, you know going to be 39 here in about a month, uh, it's like you know, you still kind of hold on to that and it just changes a little bit. Obviously you got kids. So, you know, I know Christmas is completely different for you than, yeah. you know, how I'm going to see it. Cause you know, you have that, like you kind of have that magic and everything with, with them and seeing it on their faces and everything. And, and, uh, but it's still, there, there's something and it means something different for everybody. But yeah, I, I fucking, I, I do, I do love Christmas. Getting to Christmas is what I don't like. Christmas itself. I do. I, I, I really love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've if always. That makes any sense. My mom, my mom's a Christmas f- fucking fanatic, you know. Like she's <laughs> decorates like you and believe, and she's really into uh, it. So this year's gonna kind of suck because we're not going over there, basically. But um, yeah, right. yeah, you know, I mean, Christmas, you know, for the kids is is always fun. You know, my kids, they love it. You know, and uh, yeah, oh yeah, dude. Miles, he's four, so you know, years past, it's always been. He's always loved the the packaging more than what's in the package, you know. Like, right? It's like put a toy in a box, and usually the toy comes out, and he gets in the box like it's a fort, you know. Nice. But, uh, yeah, he, he's he's kind of getting over that a little bit now. I, you know, he's starting to <laughs> actually want things now. But um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, he's got an actual list now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, this year's just been so weird because you know you can't really go shopping, you know. It's like right. everything's been online, and so normally we would I don't like. Know how you guys? What's how are you guys up there? Like, what's what's your what's your what's your COVID situation up there? Um, you know, it's 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 bad. It's just 
yeah. I don't know. Like, um, you know, you go to a store, you go to a gas station or something, and most people wear the mask. And right, <laughs> but you drive through. Like last night, I I drive home and it's like pretty late and the bars are absolutely packed. You know, just like a normal. Yeah. yeah. The weather's so nice that it's that it's actually abnormal. Like there's there's college kids that are flowing in the street, which isn't. It's more like fall or summertime activity, but uh, yeah, no masks then. It's strange, yeah. but yeah, I mean, we've had all kinds of cases, and the rate here is just skyrocketed. So yeah, are you <laughs> I guys? Mean, like, we're safe. Are you guys? So you guys are you guys are open as far as like? Oh yeah, full bars open. And, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We're starting to pair back here in Ohio a little bit. Uh, PA just completely shut the fuck down. I don't know. Like PA just decided like no. Um, I think they shut down bars, gyms, like everything. Um, Ohio usually follows suit with them. Like we're usually like, you know, two steps behind and, um, but we're still open for certain things. Like my job, um, we're like half open, <laughs> like, so, uh, <laughs> which is, which is, uh, you know, weird, but, um, yeah, I just didn't know how you guys like, I mean, the schools aren't open here. They've been, they, they've really okay. never opened, but, um, the bars are open because oh, wow. that's a bigger well, deal. Of course, yeah. Um, Hey. <laughs> but Minnesota, which is right, you know, five minutes away from me, they like shut down. Yeah. So like bars Ooh. close at nine or ten. I-, I imagine after Christmas, everything will start to maybe scale back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think once we get past New Year's, yeah, it'll probably like because like, you know, you kind of build to the end of this year and it's just like it, the way that it's been for everybody. It's just like it's it's just like a volcano, you know? And I have a feeling it's just going to be like Christmas and like new years are going to be just like insane this year because of, you know, everybody's kind of just tired of, of everything. And I think that's just going to be one of those things. But once it gets to like after new years and it's like, there's nothing really to celebrate until you really get into spring. It's like, you know, maybe people will kind of calm down a little bit with it. But uh, yeah, we're like here. I think we're, we have a curfew at 10, 10 PM. Wow. So all the bars and shit, they all close at 10, but we're still like free open as far as everything else goes. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's different, man, obviously. And you just got to kind of roll with it, but you know, one of those things that it's like, it just, all it does is put stress on people that want to go out and do, you know, go see shows and like, you know, the bands can't tour and yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it sucks, man. And like, you know, you can't even cross state lines without people being like, you got to quarantine. It's like, fuck. So, you know, even <laughs> if you wanted to go, you know, if I went to PA, they'd be like, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you can't come in yet to quarantine up. And it's like, oh man, um, you know, that's the worst, that's the worst part I think is just, you know, not being able to have bands do their thing. And, you know, obviously, uh, you guys, you know, we got with, uh, um, the war on Christmas thing, uh, the, uh, Lawrence arms just did this past Friday. Like it's a whole nother thing. Everything's online and, you know, and that's weird. And, uh, it's weird. So weird to watch people like play, play on Zoom. online. It's yeah. like, what the fuck yeah, is yeah. this? Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, but the sooner we could get out of it and, you know, and everything, it's just like, I saw video for, I don't know if Craig, uh, from Australia, um, you know, they're like, they must've just like lifted everything cause they haven't had a case in like months. And I think I saw some video where there was just, there was just people just like, I mean, it was like fucking like Woodstock, like people just like smushed together, like watching <laughs> bands and shit. And you're just like, Oh my God. Like if that happened here, like, you know, it's, it's wild, but they're like over there celebrating in New Zealand, I think just did the same thing. And it's like, 
they know something we don't obviously so maybe yeah maybe I, just mask it up for a minute and we'll see what happens but i don't think they got it as as bad as we did so they're just yeah they don't really know you know to them it's yeah it's not as big of a deal hopefully when it everything's like back to normal here it doesn't go back to normal too fast like hopefully like hey everyone's you know a bunch of people get a, a vaccine and and everyone yeah. takes the masks off hopefully they they keep them on for a while because you know it's it's gonna be a while yet right before we're in the clear clear right agreed we'll see man but yeah. I'm, I'm tired of it but i'm yeah, so fucking used to yeah. it it's just like it's really become a normal now you know yeah i uh i went uh we went somewhere yesterday i went to get some ice cream with one of my, one of my friends and like uh i was thinking about today i was like did i walk up because it's like an outside thing like an outdoor like you walk up to the okay. you know window or whatever and uh i was like did i put a fucking mask on when i walked up there and like i couldn't even remember because it was just <laughs> like you know it's just like you don't even you don't even think about it it's like oh my god did i did i you know it's just like a weird feeling where you're just i, I have like a collection of masks in my car it used to be you'd hang like fucking dice or you know one of those like little trees from your uh, rear view mirror yeah. and now it's just like you walk past <laughs> people's cars and it's like all these fucking masks and it's like oh my god this is shit's just out of control it's so yeah, weird yeah i see that all yeah the the mask hanging from the rear view it used yeah. to be like garter belts garter belts from right. like weddings or whatever yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah but no um my problem is i'm so used to wearing a mask that I, I forget i have it on and i keep it on like i get in my car and it's like oh i could take this off you know yeah whereas a lot of people wear them when they drive but i'm like i don't really see the need no uh no one's ever in my vehicle with me so i'm just like but i just forget it just feels so natural to have it on now it's so weird i know i did that too i made it like i made it like 10 minutes away from work and i was like oh shit (laughs) i still got my mask on dude friday at work i had to (laughs) here's an here's an embarrassing moment i had i i go to um i go to this place to pick something up for work and uh, i didn't realize they Uh were like locked they were like locked down. They were they were only taking like you had to call your shit in and then they'll bring it out to you, you know. Mm. So I didn't know that. So doors locked and there was a girl in there working and she she comes out and I'm like oh I didn't realize she's like oh what do you need and I tell her you know and, and she's she's looking at me you know she's checking me out or whatever and and I know <laughs> not really but she's looking at yeah. me funny and I'm like what's her problem you know yeah and uh, she, she comes out a few times asks me questions about my my PO number and stuff and mm-hmm. whatever you know and she brings my stuff out I go to I go to leave and I, I go to take my mask off and I, I catch myself in the mirror and I'm like oh and I was just coming from home and every morning I put lotion on my hands and I usually put some on my face you know just because yeah. it's dry here you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had this glob of dry fucking <laughs> lotion on my forehead. Dude. Like oh like something God. about Mary style, you know? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what she's looking at. That's that's funny. Dude, she probably thought like this dude just ranked ranked one out in his fucking vehicle and then pick up his shit. Is that a hair gel? Like what in the Yeah, hell? I thought oh Oh, that's uh, fucking great, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every once in a while, like, I, I get those moments, and it's like, you just fucking laugh about it, man. Yeah, dude. That's so. that, that's a good one, man. That's real good. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot I didn't have a mask on. And I was like, oh, yeah, we've all been there. But, like, no, I never had the uh, I never had the old lotion. Uh, oh, man. That is, that's awesome. That's, that's great. <laughs> all right, man. So I, <laughs> I hit you up about uh, a Christmas movies. Yes. And, uh, dude, I love Christmas movies. Like, my wife oh. watches, like, Hallmark Christmas movies, which are, like, oh, yeah. some of the worst things ever, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I love, like, as a kid, I never really watched Christmas movies. But now that I have kids, like, we watch Christmas movies. And um, 
I've been watching a lot of them lately. Right on. So I hit you up. Figured yep. let's do a top five Christmas movie list. Yes. It kind of plays into uh, to the Jagger Holly album a little bit. Absolutely. So um, you want to do it? Yeah, man, I'm in. All right. What's your number five? All right. So just first off, I want to say uh, five was very fucking hard to hit because uh, I'm going through movies and every time I was going through <laughs> them, I was like, oh, fuck, what about that one? Or like, oh, I can't I can't make a five without this. And it was like, all right, I'll. I'll try to earn that. So, you know, obviously like I have probably like 14, 15 of them, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with what it is today. So my five, I got Christmas vacation. Going for a new amateur recreational saucer sled land speed record. Clark W. Griswold Jr. Remember, don't try this at home, kids. I am a professional. Nice. The classic. The Griswold classic. It's a wonderful movie. I actually have that on the list. It's a little higher for me. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. It's like it's hard to, you know, to really settle down and settle in on on five. But it was like, yeah, I think I've seen it so many times, too, that it's just like it it kind of creeps down the list. And even though I still love it and I still watch it every year, um, I think that's why it kind of gets a little lower for me just because of that. But I definitely love it. It's a great classic. You know, I grew up I grew up in the 80s, you know, so my mom and dad, they didn't give a shit. I was watching, like, Revenge of the Nerds and play, definitely shit that I shouldn't have been watching, you know? Yeah. But my wife, she grew up a little different, so she's a little bit little bit hard, harder on him than I am. But, um, sure. So, but she lets him watch Christmas Vacation. There's a couple moments in there, whatever. She lets yeah. it slide. But I made the mistake last week of putting on European Vacation. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, right. yeah, it's, well, it was, it was on TV, you know? I was like... Yeah, you can watch it. It's safe on TV, and it was that. I kind of put it IFC? on. It wasn't really. Uh, I don't know what it was on, dude. But it was like I wasn't. Uh, well, I didn't get to any parts. But you know that you know the scene in the beginning when um when he's like got the camera and he's oh, taping yeah. her uh-huh. and she's like doing her little fucking strip tease. Uh-huh. That part's on, and I'm not really paying attention. Of course, my <laughs> wife comes out. She's like, "What the? F-? You know, what's wrong with you? Can't let the kids watch this." It was just Eli. It wasn't like my. You know, it was my. My 11-year-old, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, oh, dude, that Yeah, rolls. so I made, I made that mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, that's a good one. That's a good one, too. I know it's not Christmas, but uh, Europeans, another good... That's a great vacation movie. Underrated, I think, in my, in my opinion. Dad, I think he's gonna pork her. He's not gonna pork her, Russ. He, uh, just eat, okay? I think he is, Dad. He may pork her, Russ. Just eat, okay? But yeah, no, that's... Yeah, that's... That can, I can understand the, uh, you know, the... The shock and awe of, uh, of seeing Beverly D'Angelo uh, shake it to Hey Big Spender. Uh, <laughs> I love how that would, yeah, how that would change an eleven-year-old boy's uh, <laughs> mindset in some way. I can understand, but yeah, no, I, like I said, I, I I still love the Christmas Vacation, but uh, just because oh, I yeah. think I've seen it so many times, I just I, I put it a little lower on the list, even though I still do really love it. So, what's your five, dude? I watched this last week, and I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, Jingle all the way. Nice. Dude, That's it, also it, it, it on is my a, list, a little higher on the list, but also... It's a great fucking movie, you know? I mean, I think people don't, you know, people are like, oh, it's Schwarzenegger or whatever. It's like, come on, man, it's a great movie. Oh, excuse me. Yes? I'm trying to find a German doll. Me too, me too. Do you have any more in the back? The Phil Hartman, like, completely oh. macking on his wife the whole Dude, movie. and the she, best. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Hartman owns it. Like, as Ted is just the... Uh... The Ted, asshole yeah. neighbor. The <laughs> asshole neighbor who's just literally banging every single mom on the street ted i need to speak to my wife so could you get her on the phone please i think she's in the shower howard do you want me to go check no every one of them just <laughs> making his way through 
through the the neighborhood. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a. Great I love one. how they named the reindeer Ted. Yeah, <laughs> they named the reindeer Ted, and then when Schwarzenegger calls home, oh, she's over petting Ted. <laughs> dude, that is great. Yeah, the reindeer he gets the reindeer hammered. It's like, ah, oh, come on. I mean, yeah, he knocks that fucking reindeer out at the end too. Yeah, when he punches it when it charges yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Um, See? I, you know, but but when it comes down to it, it's really just a movie about a, a, a you know, a dude that will pretty much do anything for his kid at Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like one of the most Christmas things ever. Well, it captures the real, like, you know, when people think, like, when I talk about Christmas, when you go to stores and shit, and it's like, you know, you, you got to fight the lines and, you know, people just, uh, you know, this being out of this or, you know, like the PS5 right now, everybody's like, I can't find a PS5 anywhere. And it's like, yeah, well, no shit, it's Christmas. <laughs> like, you know, it just came out. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course you're not going to find it. But, you know, it's like, that's like the... Uh, you know, the outside of it is just kind of like everybody can relate to it. And then, uh, you know, the deep seated, uh, you know, heartfelt message of a uh, father's undying love for his, uh, for his son. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Movie. It's a great movie. Yes. It's funny. Agreed. It's, it's funny. It's, it's heartful. It's yeah. It's just almost perfect. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. All right. So what do you got for four? All right. Number four, uh, I went with, uh, the immortal classic Scrooged with Bill Murray. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's, oh man, it's on my bigger list. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I just recently rewatched it, uh, for the first, well, I guess for the first time since last year, but, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, every time I watch it, it's just like, there's always like little things that it's, it's definitely just Bill Murray. It's just everything. I love everything Bill Murray. And like, uh, there's just like little things that he says where you're just like, oh, dude, what a, what a fucking dick. Like, he's just, like, such a snarky asshole. Grace, what in the hell is this? Well, that's a painting one of my kids did. There's Santa Claus, and there's Mrs. Claus. Honey, how many fingers does Mrs. Santa Claus have here? Eleven. Eleven. Right. It's crap. Lose it. I don't want it on the wall. But he does it so... <laughs> it's, like, so perfect when he does it. And um, he's... Uh, but, yeah, I, 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 th- I like that. Even though it's kind of like the contemporary... You know, it is obviously the contemporary, you know, Scrooge charles dickens thing but uh yeah i'm not really in and this is another thing i didn't i know we didn't really get into this when we were kind of <clears throat> mapping this out but like uh i don't have any of like the quote-unquote classics on my list when you think about like, oh, i don't either yeah I, I mean i i didn't grow up watching it's a wonderful life i didn't grow up watching miracle on 34th nah, nah. street um i didn't grow up with any of that so like these are like the like the classics 80s <laughs> yeah when, you know like that kind of yeah thing. yeah 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 yeah, like same for me. Like my mom watched all those movies like every year. That's what was on at this time of year. And I was like, I fucking hated it, dude. Right. I didn't right. like that shit at all. But then, you know, like the late nineties or, or the late eighties and the early nineties come along and you start getting these this new crop of Christmas movies. Yeah. Like the the more contemporary Christmas movie where it's not uh, you know, all like you know, glittery packages and it doesn't all end, you know, like with um <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it it's got oh, yeah. a little more of a a little more of a, a, a sharper tone to it, you know. And um, oh, the other thing was uh, the, the other thing we, we we had agreed upon was no uh, like specials, right? Did we go with no specials? Uh, no, I didn't. Have, I don't have any specials on here. Just movies. all right, good. Because that was like my uh, other thing. Is if it was if we added specials, I would have just said The Grinch five times because that's like my favorite thing. Is just the the okay. actual animated version of The Grinch. But uh, I can't uh, I, I can't couldn't do that either because that would have just made it even harder. But uh, but yeah, Scrooge. I had to I had to throw Bill Murray in there with uh, uh, Karen Allen and um, and his brother. Everybody's Buster in it. Like all the, 
Buster Poindexter. Yeah, his family. Man, yeah. Bat. yeah, I mean, they're always, you know, Brian Doyle. And um, actually, I think both brothers are in it. The other brothers. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the other. I don't know uh, their names. It's, a, oh, fuck. Uh, I'll never forget because the one dude, uh, his one brother had a um, his own starring role in a movie called Moving Violations back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, that movie's movie, dude. fantastic, man. <laughs> it's like him and Sally Kellerman and like. Some dude that I like looks the, like Stacey like Keach, but it's not Stacey Keach. Yeah, he looks like Stacey yeah, Keach, the, but it's not Stacey Keach. He's yeah, into dude. all that like S and M bondage. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And uh, and uh, oh my god, who else is in that? I can't remember. Somebody else. Uh, fucking, I can't remember. The, uh, uh, Mark Ratner. Yeah, Mark Rat, Ratner from uh, yeah, Fast Ratner's Times. In it. Oh fuck. Yeah, yeah and he's that, he's like a big. He's like got a clash. No, the girl that he likes has like a Clash poster on a wall. Yeah. And I yeah. remember like when I saw that, it was like in. I don't know, middle school or something. That was like my introduction to the clash. I was like, who are they? You know? And I didn't really get into them, but I just always remember that. Yeah. That's so cool. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. The the Murray family, just amazing, amazing family. (laughs) And uh, one of them was in Christmas vacation, right? The boss. Yeah. uh, Yeah, He actually helped write Caddyshack too. So he was like uh, the, him and Harold Ramis were like writing it and everything. And he's Lou the caddy and Lou Caddyshack as well. But, uh, yeah, dude, those uh, like they're always in the movie together, and and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. And but yeah, that's that's my number four. I had I had to go, I had to say it. It's it's a great one. What's your four? Yeah, uh, number four. I had bad Santa. I'm an eating, drinking, shitting fucking Santa Claus. Oh, dude, that made the list. That was that was tough. I fucking love bad Santa, man. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Oh man, I. So this is a movie that is so fucking funny, but me and my brother, when it first came out, we went to the theater and saw this together, like me and him and our wives. Uh-huh. And there's like nobody in the theater. There's like three or four other couples spread out. And we we bring beer in, right? We got like, right. we each got a six pack of bottles. Nice. And we're pounding beers, <laughs> watching the movie. And at some point, you know, after like they're gone almost, um, you're a little bit more reckless, and at some point, one of us kicks the bottles, and they all start rolling down the. <laughs> and you can hear them, and you can hear them banging into seats. Right. And it went on in the middle of the fucking movie for like you know a good 30, 45 seconds. You know. Oh, <laughs> and our god. wives were like, "Oh my god!" You and we're just we're, we're just laughing, or you know, yeah. laughing even harder. Yeah. Dude, but awesome. yeah, classic movie, dude. Like Billy Bob is just the perfect fucking anti-Santa. Uh huh. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I don't think he, you couldn't really put anybody else that would be no that would make that movie. I mean, he just like a complete scumbag, and uh, you know he's got the look for it, and he's got the you know just the, the delivery of everything, and just uh, and the the best like the saddest and like the best part is like the John Ritter uh, Bernie Mac. Uh, <laughs> yeah the whole every scene like both scenes i guess well, I think they're only in like two or three scenes together but like those two together were like the greatest thing in the world just like jack tripper and fucking bernie mac just like bouncing off each other with stuff and it's just it's awesome that is a great one yeah and of course they're both yeah. dead now right I, yeah they're both dead and it's like that's just fucking terrible it was like right when this was coming out uh, i think that ritter yeah. died ritter died um, yeah and uh, <clears throat> I can't remember how much longer it was for that Bernie went, but yeah, he he died too. And uh, but yeah, just the um, I mean, it was it wasn't really a different Ritter role, I guess. Even though he's just kind of like this like reserved, you know, like smarmy kind of like you know uh, department store manager. But like to be in a movie like that instead of like you're used to seeing him in fucking Problem Child and 
you know, like, uh, you know, like yeah. those kind of things. It's like, and then you see him in something like this where he's like talking about some chick getting fucked in the ass in a dressing room. And you're just like, oh my God, Ritter. And, uh, yeah, just Bernie Mac eating oranges. It's just like, ah, oh, dude, yeah, it's, that was definitely like, that was one that was going to bump one off on the list. So I'm glad that you at least covered it because oh, yeah. I felt bad leaving it, it off. Yeah. It's 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 one of those movies that, you know, I just I have to watch like late at night every year, you know, get it in <laughs> yeah. at least once after the kids are sleeping. But um yeah, the, yeah. The, even the kid, the kid that gets cast for that role, like perfect, oh, you know, you yeah. couldn't have, you couldn't have picked a, a, a better target. And then yeah. even the girl, like the Gilmore girls mom, like oh, yeah. more how you know, she was she's so wholesome and yet mm-hmm. she's going after the, the, the bad Santa, you know. Dirt, yeah, the set of Santa fetish. Yeah. It's like some deep seated childhood. Says my thing for tits. Yeah, it is like that though, you know, from when you're a kid. (laughs) Yeah, man. Thurman, Thurman, Merman, man. man. Thurman, Merman, the greatest name ever. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, dude. He. uh, That was an. That is an absolute classic. I think that 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 definitely was that was one. Like I said, I wanted to put on there, but uh, shit happens when you party naked. Yeah. (laughs) Wooden pickle, dude. (laughs) That's right. The wooden pickle. It's a wooden pickle. All right, man. Uh, yeah, I love that movie. What do you got for three? Right. All right, three. Here comes the. Here comes when everybody gets mad because I say Die Hard for number three. Oh, Die Hard, huh? So See, everybody I gets mad. I like. I, I don't get mad. I mean, I don't. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know. Here's how, my, I'm on here's the my fence crit- with that one, dude. Here's my criteria: like multiple Christmas songs. There's a Christmas party. <laughs> uh, True. You now. I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. That's christmas uh it's there man you know it's there i gotta yeah. i gotta say it just because it's you know it also kind of delves back into like the uh you know like uh the jingle all the way style of like everybody trying to get trying to get a hold of something and like you know hans is just trying to get all the bearer bonds you know and uh got a mr takagi's uh safe and uh you know you got uh argyle with the uh run dmc i mean you know it's it meets the criteria I, I think movie. I think you're right. I mean, it's just yeah. a good movie in general, too. Exactly. But um, but okay. So so I'll compare it to my number three, which you may or may not have. Mm-hmm. But I got Home Alone. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. Okay, so Home Alone is looked at as a Christmas movie. Yes. But in the same sense, there is no like there's no Christmas in this movie. It takes it takes place before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not like a typical Christmas story. He's there's no opening of presents, nothing like that. It's just it takes place at Christmas time, just yeah. like Die Hard, right? Uh, you know, I mean, it's not about Christmas. It's about this kid who gets left home alone, of course, and right. he fends off these these bad dudes. You know, yeah, the wet exactly. bandits, the wet bandits, man. I mean, that's so. You know... In the same sense, it's it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> you know, it just takes place. If Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. Home Alone isn't really a Christmas movie either, you know. Yeah, I, I can I can see the I can see the uh, the angle on that. I can see the angle on that because really it's more of a uh, kind of like a kid uh, kid kind of like grows up a little bit, you know, coming of age story uh, about Kevin yeah. McAllister. Uh, <laughs> you know, everyone and, uh, everyone's gone through it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's been, you know <laughs> left alone for you know about a week and a half. Uh, parents flying over to the uh, to Europe. Um, yeah, I would say like. Uh, I mean, I could see the Christmas thing just because, you know, he does, you know, obviously he goes and talks to Santa uh, and uh, the, uh, you know, 
Like that's kind of just kind of thrown in there though. It's not really integral to the plot, I guess, but yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, it, it is kind of just like window dress with Christmas, but uh, yeah. Did you, did, uh, have you ever heard of uh, 3615 code Pierre, no, Pierre Noel? No. 30, What's that? Yeah, 3615 code Pierre Noel. That movie is a French movie that came out about a year and a half earlier than Home Alone. And all I'm going to tell you is when you when we get done with all this or, you know, everybody's listening, just go on YouTube and just you can either look it up. There's like seven different names for this thing. It's the three, the thirty six fifteen code Pierre Noel, Deadly Games, Dial Code, Santa Claus, Game Over and Hide and Freak, which is my personal favorite, Hide and Freak. Um, just YouTube it and then you can tell me uh, why it's so hilarious uh that it came out like 18 months before home alone did because there's a lot of similarities uh okay a lot and uh also just a really kick-ass uh you just you just got to see uh the kid that's all i'm gonna say you just got to see the kid in the movie but (laughs) uh but yeah definitely i just seen it for the first time a couple days ago and it's it's pretty terrible but it is absolutely fucking hilarious if you just think about it in the home alone aspect of things but yeah, Home Alone. Definitely. Home Alone came out. I was like, when it first came out, I think I was like, I don't know, maybe I was pushing high school, and it was mm-hmm. like, I never, I never really watched it. I didn't care, you know. It was like, right. I, was, I don't know. I was too cool for that shit or whatever. But um, now as an adult, you know, because I remember when I first had my first kid, Lily, when she was able to watch it, it was like, oh yeah, these are like great movies to watch with your kids, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and I really, really started loving these movies. And two is just as good, I think. I just went yeah. with the classic. Very good. Yeah. Also very good. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it is. It is awesome. I, I was. I think I was like max age when it came out. So like that made me just, you know, you see it and you're just like, oh man, he's like eight, nine years old. He's like just as old as I am, and he's on his own, and he's you know like all the setting up all these traps, like, you know, kicking dudes in the nuts and whatever the hell else, you know, like, (laughs) and you're just like, Oh, this is so fucking cool. Like it was like crack to like a little kid. And, uh, so, I mean, I have a little bit more of a, you know, that childhood connection with it than, than you do. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. It's on my list. I'll just say that. Not really hard. Not really hard to see what, what the other movies on my list are. So. All right. What's your number two? Number two is jingle all the way. It's nice. not number one like Jagger Holly says. I, I had to I had to put it number two. So <laughs> it is such a good movie, dude. It is, man. Just the uh, the whole idea of uh, of just having to search for this stupid ass doll, and you know, and then becoming just like becoming the 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 it's doll itself. Figure. You know, basically, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the doll; it's an action figure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he and Sinbad too, especially like it's like, oh my god, dude. He he's another. Um, another guy you just you don't really expect you know like i'm I'm, why the hell would i want to watch this and then like you watch it and you're just sucked in (laughs) and then the giant uh paul white the wrestler is the uh Uh, oh uh, yeah yeah the the big santa Santa claus yeah i'm gonna deck your halls bub i'm gonna deck your halls bub and uh (laughs) and Vern troyer and even Vern troyer his uh yep his break his real uh, i guess breakthrough would have been that uh before austin powers so yeah definitely uh yeah i had had to throw it on there Think about Schwarzenegger in that movie. His kid's name is Jamie, and yeah, <laughs> I swear, like every kid in all of his movies are named Jamie. Jamie, you Jamie. know, it's like I was watching. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, is that, this is like every movie he's in? He's got a kid named Jamie. I swear. 
I think it was just one of the one of the words that like you know were the names he could say that was like you know <laughs> they were just like eh. it's like Dominic in uh, Dominic Cop. from a yeah. kindergarten, kindergarten cop. cop yeah that kid uh, yeah come on yeah. Dominic yeah that's uh <laughs> but he yeah dude he's he he can surprise you with the uh with with, with the comedy the comedic chops of Schwarzenegger are, uh, I know that's gonna make uh, the D cracks happy they're huge. Uh, Schwarzenegger fans, obviously being from Austria, that doesn't hurt things. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah, dude, fucking Schwarzenegger uh, comedy, definitely up there. I had to go number two. What's your number two? All right, so I don't, I, I know you're not going to have this one. I don't. Um, Surviving Christmas. Wow. Okay, I've never do, seen it. Do you know so this movie? Okay. I, it's uh, is that Gandolfini and uh, Affleck? The, 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 yeah. So you got Ben Affleck, of course, yeah. who's wonderful, right? And then you yeah. got the 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 mom from Home Alone. Oh, so Catherine right there, Rivera, it's classic. Beautiful. Nice, yeah. You got you got uh, you got uh, Tony Soprano and Kelly Bundy. Oh man, Applegate too! Wow. It it is it, okay. So basically, what it is is Affleck plays this obnoxious rich dude who uh, like uh, his girlfriend leaves him like right before Christmas. So he's like he's trying to he doesn't want to be alone. He's scared, so he ends up going to his childhood home, and his childhood home is where um, Soprano lives. Nice and. He basically, long story short, he pays them. He rents the family through Christmas. Okay. And he's like their son. Well, he's like he's got so much money that they just do whatever he says, and they 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 start fighting. And there's a kid who's like on the internet looking at porn all day, and nice. yeah. But basically, <laughs> he falls in love with Kelly Bundy, and yeah. All right, I could. It's I'm a good movie, it a, dude. Give it a watch. Check there's it like out. One... I fucking love it. I, I I saw it when I was looking through like you know, we just kind of start googling things because like, you don't want to think leave anything out and like that one was up there on the list like where people were like yeah this one you know and I just I just never got the chance to watch it but I'll have to put it on this uh, this year and see yeah well you know how Affleck is yeah oh yeah it's like classic Affleck you know like yeah. just the best acting ever you know so you you know what you're getting from him and it just Shannon from Fashion Old Male holy shit you slept with that asshole why I needed a 25 year old. And he has quite a distaste for you, I might add. Oh, you mentioned me during sex. <laughs> Kelly Bundy in it is so good. Nice. You got you got to check it out. Yeah, dude, I'll definitely I'll definitely check that one out. That's awesome. I'll give it a yeah. whirl. It's, it's yeah, a hidden gem. Yeah, that's 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 one I'll definitely have to add in there into the rotation. That was a movie I kind of had on my outside list that was kind of like that would have been like Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and uh, oh yeah that's, and Reese Witherspoon yeah that. That's, that's right on my list that, too, man. That's, yeah, that's that's a really good one. That the uh, Duval and uh, uh, fucking Favreau as the Ultimate Fighter, fucking great, dude. Just Him and Dwight beating Dwight on Yoko. each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it was like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, there's some really really good uh, good spots in that one too. That was definitely on the outside uh, honorable mentions list as well. So it's on mine but, too. Yeah, nice. All right, so your number one is clearly Home Alone. Home Alone, man. It's got to be. It's just the classic. Uh, you know, to me, it's that classic movie that you want to put on, and it's just kind of, you get all the it 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 hits all the, uh, the 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 spots. You know, where it's you know it's funny, it's you know a little sad at some points. You know, where you're like the old man that's like killing people with a shovel, but he like loves his granddaughter <laughs> and he can't see her, and uh, <clears throat> you know you kind of have that, and uh, I mean Pesci and Stern together. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, and uh, and then of course the 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 unsung hero. John Candy. Allow me to introduce myself. Gus Polinski. How are you? 
Polka King of the Midwest. Yeah. John Candy yeah. being uh, huge in the, Sheboygan. Uh, the, exactly. The Polka King of the yeah. Midwest. I mean, the <laughs> sold man like 600 national, copies. <laughs> dude, I, that sounds like the fucking blondes. It's like, oh man, I think we hold sold 600 copies of that. Yeah, I think that's what we sold. Um, <laughs> that's not yeah, bad, dude. actually, dude. <laughs> I, I, there's no way that number, that number is definitely inflated. Um, there's no way we sold 600 <laughs> copies of that thing. Uh, no, but he, uh, and this is something I didn't, uh, they just had so I, you know, they, they, these stories make the rounds around this time of year. Actually, I think it was around Thanksgiving. Uh, they said he got paid $414 to be in that movie. Really? Like that's what, that's what John Candy made, uh, being at home alone because <clears throat> I guess like it was a favor to John Hughes and, uh, he's like, Oh, I'll do it. You know? And like, um, he ended up, that's what they paid him. They paid him $414 to do that role. And I guess he was wow. pissed about it. Like later on, I think they were, I forget what they were, what movie they were doing. Um, he was doing some movie where they were talking about it and he was like on set and he was just, he couldn't, wouldn't stop bitching about like the fact that he made only made $414 and like home alone literally made like a billion dollars. <laughs> and like, he made like enough for like a round trip airfare to like Roanoke, Virginia. And, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, he, um, yeah. So that, that alone, like just that, that part that's of it. crazy. Just, yeah. Isn't it fucked up? Like, Oh man. Like you think these people like do all this and it's like, that's one of the biggest movies of all time. And, uh, and he literally did it for, yeah, for less than 500 bucks. So pretty that, nuts. That's absolutely mind boggling. I know. I know. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah. I'm a dork, but every time I hear the name Kevin, I hear the mom in my head yelling, oh, yeah. Kevin! you know, it's like, Oh, I can't help it. You know? But I've yeah. seen this movie so many fucking times. Every year, you know, me and my kids will watch it like two or three times at least. You know, they don't oh, get yeah. sick of it, you know? Yeah. There's like, yeah, you're right. There are like just so many little moments where it's like, you know, like I I, I always want to try, like I keep waiting for the moments like where I can just like work them into conversation where it's just like, leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. Or, you <laughs> yeah. know, like yeah. something cheese like, pizza. you know, yeah, <laughs> very own cheese pizza just for me. Yeah. We do yeah, that dude. a lot because my wife only eats like cheese pizza, you know. So nice. You yeah. just tell her, just tell her you, like, you did order one that somebody's gonna have to barf it all up because it's gone. Yep, that happens. Yep. Fuck yeah, nice. Uh, bu- That's awesome. Buzz your buzz your girlfriend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yeah, Fuller easy on the Pepsi's. That's my. That's the one that I. If I see somebody slugging a soda like really hard, like it's like easy on the Pepsi. He's got that look on his face. <laughs> like, dude, I'm gonna piss all over you tonight. Like that's. Yeah, There's just so many great moments in that movie. It's just, like I said, it, to me, it just hits. It hits all the buttons for me. So, that's can you why imagine having an uncle like that? <laughs> look, Frank, the, the fucking dick. You know, look what you did, you little jerk. Can you, uh, I can't even. I don't dude. know what. Like, if I said that to one of my brother's kids, I don't. I can't imagine what he'd do. He'd probably slap me. You know. Right. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> Uncle Frank gets away with a lot of shit, man. He sings in the shower. You, you know. He, yeah. I mean, whatever the hell he wants, he starts stealing fucking. Uh, He's like stealing like glasses or whatever on the plane. Oh like yeah, they're drinking and he's like, "Put them in your purse. Put them in your purse." And it's yeah, like, yeah. dude, Uncle Frank just—he gives no fucks. All right, my number one is uh, Christmas Vacation, dude. Yeah, dude, definitely. I I, I totally yeah. get it, man. Like I said, it's it, it's love the it. most quotable. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, just it it really and is. It's Chevy. Like, it's like oh. it's like Supreme Chevy. You know, before Chevy went nuts, it's like this was like Supreme Chevy. 
Yeah, like it's it's great because there's so many like throwbacks to the original one. Like all the movies have like that scene that you know, like him looking at the girl in the pool, you know that shit. But yeah, oh man, it's like it, they actually outdid the first one. I think on some of those scenes, it's like they're rehashed, but they did them better. You know, definitely. So I love yeah. the scene where he's in the he's in the store. And that that chick's like he's trying to talk to her, and she's oh, like, God. "I don't know, is yeah. it a gift for your wife? Wife? No, no, <laughs> she died or whatever." <laughs> it's like he's so nervous and shit. It's just, oh, it's great. Yeah, dude, he uh, that's Chevy, man. He just like he he has that you know that Clark Griswold like you know that just lovable doofus like you know he just did it so well. It was just like you know uh, that's why those movies work so well. And like going back, because like, I know you you know you were talking about watching like european and uh, and everything and like i also i'm a fan of one of the least loved vacation movies of vegas vacation i think it has the absolute best of uh of uh cousin eddie randy quaid oh yeah some of the shit that he does <laughs> in vegas is just absolutely like it's just fucking amazing like shitters fulls you know i mean that's on sweaters and mugs and you know yeah, yeah. Whatever, but like, you know, you, you get into like Vegas vacation and it's just like, oh, holy shit. Like, he was going on full tilt Cousin Eddie in that one. And, uh, but no, dude, I definitely love Christmas vacation. I mean, I, I would never, I could easily put that number one. We had a lot of good ones and, and some new ones. I'll have to, like I said, I'll have to throw on the uh, surviving Christmas at some point this uh, holiday season. Yeah, you got it, man. It's great. Nice. Definitely, dude. Merry Christmas, Jay. This is Brie Olson. I just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I hope that you have an awesome month. I have my wife Kayla, I've been letting her open a present a day and she keeps picking the really good ones and I'm so frustrated. I'm like, damn, she's gonna be opening like socks on Christmas <laughs> because like she just, yeah, she just keeps picking all the good ones. Um, so anyway, I hope that you are staying healthy and happy during these crazy times. Um, I hope that your family and friends are all happy and healthy. Um, we're all in this together. I am looking forward, hopefully, next Christmas being much more normal than this one. I'm trying to still keep it as normal as I can with me and Kayla and do fun little things like, you know, opening a present each day kind of thing and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's been nice. I think we might even start doing like Elf on the Shelf or something just to be silly. All we have right now is cats. I need some kids to like do fun stuff with. I get bored here at the house. Anyways, I'm rambling on and on and I'm gonna go. Um, and also I just wanted to let you know, I won't tell your mom. Brie Olson, dude, what do you think of that? Man, uh, 
it's a merry christmas uh, for everybody i think that's a that's that's an awesome thing dude you really uh really came through with that one yeah yeah cameo who would who'd have thought <laughs> um i'll send the uh I'll, I'll make sure jay gets the uh jay gets the video but yeah merry christmas jay yeah merry christmas jay so we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh uh, the greatest Christmas album ever made. But uh, first, I wanted we were we were kind of talking off the show here, but um, we were talking about touring, and I asked you guys, or asked you if you guys did every tour with uh, Nick Rorick, who who does Punk Rock Van. Yeah, Slick Nick. Yeah, what do you? So you did most of the tours with Nick. Uh we did. I think we did three tours with uh, Jagger Holly in the states, and uh, we did the last two actually with Teenage Bubblegums. And uh, the first time was just just us, and uh, we actually uh, drove ourselves. That was uh, just me and Jay and uh, Casey, and uh, that was the first tour we did with Jagger Holly. And it was uh, like uh, that's why I guess uh, <clears throat> I give Nick all the fucking <laughs> praise in the world. But he's an awesome dude. Uh, I don't know how the hell you could. Uh, choose to be in a van with a bunch of smelly dudes for like no months at a time. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and put up with their, you know, dumb drunk asses and highway shenanigans and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, cause the first trip we took where it was just the three of us, like we, <laughs> Jay rented a, um, it was like a Chevy cruise. <laughs> so it's like three dudes in this Chevy cruise. And like, you can back it like, I mean, I'm like the shortest of the dudes, but I'm the widest of the dudes uh, in that band. And uh, so I ended up in the back seat. And I mean, you know, we couldn't bring like certain things, obviously, because you can only fit so much shit into a four door sedan. But uh, we uh, yeah, like, I mean, I was like packed in the back of that fucking uh, backseat of that car. And um Anybody who's toured and does that, they, they, you've all, everybody listening, this has fucking been there. Um, and, uh, but yeah, dude, there was like, <clears throat> there was one night, uh, we had a show scheduled that, it was, I think it was in Long Island. And, uh, we had an issue because most of the places we were going, we had <clears throat> at least could use, uh, like a, a drum kit, you know, with, we knew bands on the, on the, on the bill or whatever, or, some of them we were just like, you know, we figure out, we should just show up and tell them, you know, hey, we just, <laughs> we're going to need, you know, your bass and uh, your bass drum and your, and your floor tom, you know, like, hey, we, you know, should be able to do that. Uh, we have our like cymbals and mm-hmm. snare yeah. and shit. And uh, they're like, uh, no, uh, it was these people in Long Island. It was like, oh, fuck, it was like 10, 12 bands. And they were like, uh, we're like, hey, we got to go on. And like, it, it ended up where like nobody's going to let us use the drums. Actually, I think that was like we met, uh, the young Rochelle's, I think, I don't know if we met them that night or if, uh, I know they definitely played and, uh, that was the first time I got to see him at least. And like, we didn't end up doing the show cause we couldn't get anybody to let, let us use the drums. The drummer, uh, that had let people use the drums, everybody else before us, like said he had to go babysit or something. And I'm like, dude, it's <laughs> like fucking 11 o'clock at night. Who the hell are you going to babysit? Don't fuck with the babysitter. So we ended up like not playing it, but then like we had nowhere to stay either. So we just drove back. Uh, off off Long Island and whatever the fuck the first like exit is when you get past the city and into Jersey like we just pulled over at some Walmart and like slept in the car and it was so <laughs> cold it was so fucking cold that like uh, we we woke up and there was like you know your your breath just like was like 
just like freezing onto the windows. Like the condensation was just freezing <laughs> on the inside of the windows. So we're just like, oh, fuck. And like we ended up getting up in the morning and walking into that uh, Walmart. And I was looking for gloves. I don't forget what fucking time, what fucking time of year it was. Maybe like April or something. And I was looking for um, some kind of gloves to wear. And they're like, uh, oh, we don't have any gloves. And I'm just, they're like, we're out of season on gloves. And I'm just like, it was like 20 fucking degrees last night. <laughs> and uh, so that was like, you know, those moments, like, you know, even though that completely fucking sucked and I was not pleased <laughs> uh, that morning, uh, you know, you get to go see other people and like bands you've been playing with for years and they've come to see you. You've gone to see them like with Prozac's uh, up in Massachusetts. Um you know, like you meet new bands, like that's when we, like I said, like that's when I got to see or meet the younger shells and all that kind of shit. So like, you know, those shitty moments, uh, aren't cool, but, uh, they all add up to the, you know, bigger piece of like getting out there and playing shows and meeting new people and hanging out. And so, you know, you always have those moments, but, uh, I, yeah, those, uh, those, that first tour was a little, a little more rough than, uh, than I like to say, but yeah, that's why, like I said, I give, I give, uh, Nick all the credit, man. That dude is awesome. And he's, uh, still, uh, I mean, he's been doing it for years and, uh, we thank him every time. Can't, can't say enough good things about that dude. Yeah. Super nice guy. He's been on the show and yeah, I don't know how you, I don't know how you do it. I couldn't do it. I don't know if I could drive people around to know. Dude, depends I mean, on I, the band. You know, if you guys, I probably could, but yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. Like, like we're no, we're no, you know, spring formal but i mean like we're we're not the worst <laughs> you know dudes in the world either yeah, you know yeah. it's like we're you know we're we're trying to be pretty respectful of everything and like that's you know we're, we're just there to you know play shows and hang out and you know and have fun and it's like but like yeah i do i couldn't imagine like some of the horde i remember uh when i was when i went on tour with johnny three and we went to europe and we had a dude drive us for a, a month that dude was <laughs> crazy dude but nice as hell but just like he I, like you have to have some kind of a screw loose to like i said want to drive people around for <laughs> for a month at a time especially like all over uh, all over a continent that was that was fucking crazy but uh yeah and uh, like i said drivers uh thank you to all the drivers out there you guys uh for the they put up with everybody's bullshit that's uh <laughs> you're doing you're you're doing the lord's work <laughs> getting our drunk asses wherever we gotta go yeah but so you know nick's got just hundreds of great stories though oh dude punk rock van is uh <laughs> he needs to write a book like and just have it be the license plate have that be the cover <laughs> if, yeah. if he ever does that i want i just want like a copy i don't want any royalties i just want a copy if you ever do that nick just make sure you can make a copy of it yeah but yeah dude the life on the road of uh of the of the of the driver it has to be a uh has to be told. I don't know if it's got to be a movie, but it's got to, somebody's got to make this shit happen <laughs> with those stories. Yeah, Nick's a nice guy. So, um, all right, dude, should we get into this Christmas album? Yeah, man, let's do this. All right, so uh, full disclosure, this is our second time. I fucked some, some of the audio up, so uh, we're just going to talk about it again. Yeah, hey, like I said, I, uh, now, like I said, I got it on vinyl, so I haven't really listened to it since the last time we did this. So if I'm a little bit off on some of what I say, my apologies ahead of time. <laughs> All right, man. Track track <laughs> one. Okay, so last time we talked, um, do you want to talk about yeah. what you you said something on the very last uh, the the ghost of the of Christmas future and um, yeah, you, you kind of said something. I re listened to it and I thought about it, and you're definitely right. So let's just yeah. Okay, so basically what you said was the tone of those three songs are kind of set to um, like the movie, right, or the the story. Yeah, the first the. 
yes, the personalities of the uh, of the ghosts in Scrooged. Um, I kind of uh, I, full disclosure, kind of talking out of my ass when I said that, <laughs> but then I actually went back and re-listened to it too, and I was like, that nah, makes a little bit of sense. It does make sense, and uh, I don't know if that was like I said, I don't know if that was planned. I don't know if Jay and uh, Matt uh, and Margaret were like that was something that they were looking to do uh, when they did this, but I definitely think that that had something to do with it so yeah like i said the instrumental um the instrumental is great uh but i i kind of noticed that especially with the last one you could tell a lot with the, the ghost of christmas feature uh a little heavier a little darker yeah uh yeah dude definitely uh, kicks ass and if that is if that is jay if that is something that you guys did that was uh that's fucking awesome so Good, good for you. When I went and listened, I listened on the first song, and on the first one, uh, The Ghost of Christmas Past, I picked it up right away because it starts with the, the piano, and it's a little slower, and the yeah. singing, and it's kind of like an older kind of sound. So I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely onto something. Whether you are yeah. or not, I don't know, but it makes yeah. sense yeah. to me. <laughs> so um, the other thing that I said to you before was that I felt like maybe Matt had, uh, if Matt did anything on this album besides maybe maybe write the solos i'm not sure but it seems like maybe yeah. he wrote these a little bit because they're very uh, uh you know i i have those d cracks has some similar kind of songs and um, yeah. sound that kind of heavier surf guitar um i just i just imagine that matt maybe uh had a little hand in these three so yeah man the the, Aust- the austrian influence yeah dude yeah definitely uh yeah i mean he uh like I said, that that dude uh, knows how to fucking play the guitar, and uh, he always comes up with something that's totally unique to like that D cracks sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know it's them when you hear them, even without the vocals. Like you know it's them, and uh, you know that guitar tone and everything. So uh, yeah, dude, they, they definitely think uh, you know the influence was was put on those instrumentals, especially like you said with the you know that D cracks sound. So yeah, and then at the end of Ghost of Christmas Past, you know like uh, flipping through the radio station. Yeah. I, I don't think I mentioned it before, but I, I definitely, I kind of always thought that maybe that was um, a little, he took a little bit of that from uh, Detroit Rock City, Kiss, you know? Oh, dude, you know? yeah. And I was like, that's uh, gotta yeah. be it. Jay's gotta be, I mean, I don't know if he stole it from there, but I think maybe subliminally at least, um, he, you know, that's where it came from. I'm not sure, but. Chances are he definitely stole it. Whether <laughs> it's from that or not. No. Well, no, 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 it's he, cool. Yeah. It's it, cool. Dude, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, because you, yeah, you say uh, Detroit Rock City, I. Uh, I think I said when we did this originally uh, that it's like uh, that American graffiti. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Style, uh, style. Uh, you know, with that um, surfing through the channels and and uh, on the radio dial and everything. And uh, you know, I mean, it's it's been done before, but uh, this this one's been. I, I love the way that this one fits with uh, the theme of you know, kind of surfing through Christmas and uh, and various Christmas songs and mm-hmm. snippets and all that shit. It's uh, yeah, man, it ties everything together. It's it is really nice. Uh, you know, it, it gives a nice uh, full experience. Like you're, uh, you know, really listening to a full put together record with, you know, seamlessness. So yep, definitely fucking cool. Uh, we go straight into uh, Christmas in Hawaii. Hawaii and I got no snow. CBS ran out of mistletoe. It's Christmas time, but it just feels like summer. Hawaii and I got no snow. CBS ran out of mistletoe. It's Christmas time, but it 
clothes and bikinis Air conditioning's on here, believe me All in all, I gotta say it ain't Christmas With ain't Christmas thinking about it and i've never spent a christmas outside of wisconsin or or minnesota ever so I, I i've always had i've always lived that weather you know that that the atmosphere of the holidays so i think it would be really strange to not have that you know shitty wintry weather i can't have you ever been yeah. anywhere else besides ohio for christmas yeah, uh, I grew up in PA, which I mean well, that doesn't really fucking say anything because it's right next door. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, not to say that there's any kind of a difference. Actually, it's about 34, 30, 40 minutes uh, east where I where I grew up from where I live now. But I did uh, I did do a stint in South Carolina when I was fourteen. Okay, and we spent uh, we I lived there for about eighteen months. So I think we had one one Christmas down there. <clears throat> um, does it not snow down there? I'm not. I'm not sure how far south that is. That can, uh, it can't snow down there, right? So it can. Um, it didn't. Uh, I think while we lived there, uh, I lived right in the middle, which is Columbia, which is the capital, and uh, it's. I mean, like it. It will snow occasionally, but I, I don't remember it snowing when I was down there. I remember wearing shorts till February, and even then, like. The people that live there were like, why are y'all wearing shorts? And I'm like, because it's fucking like 60 <laughs> degrees outside. What do you mean? Why am I wearing shorts? It's still it's still very nice out. And they're like just fucking they can't even comprehend it. They're like in hoodies and everything else. And uh, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, it, it was kind of weird, you know, like to be, you know, that far south and not really have that, uh, you know, I mean, snow or whatever. Sometimes you have snow on Christmas up here in Ohio, but not all the time. But, uh, yeah, dude, I, you know, I guess the song does make sense. I, I, but at the same time, like, you know, if I was in Hawaii for Christmas, I mean, I'm doing pretty fucking good, you know, yeah, <laughs> one, yeah. one way or another, you know, like, uh, the snow can be, uh, we we'll, we'll see the snow at some other time, you know, if I'm, if I'm opening presents, uh, in Maui or whatever, yeah, yeah. that's, that's pretty fucking awesome. The snow doesn't go away. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just like this year. It doesn't look like we're gonna have a white Christmas at all. Um, it, oh, really? it hasn't snowed once here. We haven't had any fucking snow. And uh, yeah, which, I, but I'm okay Damn. with it. I don't care. You know, I don't mind. I, I don't mind cold. I don't like snow because I don't like. I don't like fucking like shitty road conditions. And right. but I mean, I don't mind cold. Like, I, I don't care. You know, I can live with the cold. But. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Being it, being in a warm place, I think it would be weird around Christmas. But freezing my ass off—that's I, I can complain about it all I want. But I, I kind of like it, you know. Yeah, I, I, can, <laughs> I can understand. Like I said, being being somebody who's only done it once, like I, you know, I, you know, I get it. I definitely, uh, I definitely understand the the want to, um, you know, have that white Christmas and you know the like the snow's only fucking cool until until Christmas and then after <laughs> it's that, like come on it's April like, just let. <laughs> let this fucking end because i can't deal with this shit anymore and the snow and the and the icy roads and everything it's just like you know but yeah christmas uh, like i said christmas has its own you know magic around it and you're like ah oh, it's great to see the 
you know, the dusting outside, you know, when the kids are opening their gifts and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'll take Hawaii, you know, just put me in Hawaii. Yeah, just, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Yeah. There's a special feeling about, you know, that, that first snowfall and kids going out to play and building snowmen, all that shit. It's great, but there's yeah. also a special feeling around April, May when, when the snow is almost all gone and you go out and it's like 50 out and like people are in shorts <laughs> and, you know, and it's like yeah. summer's almost here. That's a really good feeling. And it doesn't last yeah. very long, you know, because then like, a week later it's like 90 here and it's just humid as fucking balls and yeah yeah but i don't know that's man. crazy i didn't even know you guys got like that up there in Wisconsin. oh that's it's crazy. it's humid it's like it's either like you know winter or like humidity that's what we got it sucks wow. it sucks here dude There's... florida of the north <laughs> it's it gets ugly here. it's not nah, it's usually really bad just like july august september those are like the really humid months yeah but the dog days yeah so uh next track what do you want for christmas yeah dude another great one absolutely uh i definitely yeah i mean there's not a, not a bad one on here um i definitely love this one I, it's not like i was ranking them before um i, I have a couple of a couple coming up that i'm just like I, I fucking love them uh like i said not nothing bad on this record at all this is another great track but uh yeah man i mean another thing you know kind of you know going back you know with uh bringing the retail industry into it mm -hmm. uh, everybody you know going looking for uh fucking whatever gifts they got to get last minute deals and everything like that and talking about going to the mall and uh <laughs> you know just the commercialization of everything we uh you know you gotta have you gotta throw that into a song because most classic christmas songs are just you know talking about the the weather and all that shit and it's like that's all well and good but like you know let's get to the nitty-gritty of things let's talk about you know the lines of to go see santa and screaming kids and running out of this and running out of that you know you gotta you gotta you gotta modernize it get it up it you know a little bit so I, I think he does that uh here too i i told you before what i really love about this song is right before jay sings that first verse the backups kick in yeah and that the woes yep. and and it's like a good two seconds before he even sings and i love that and i love that about this whole record is because they use the backups more there's you know whereas they've they've done it yes. before you know but it's a little heavier here and i and i fucking it works really good then the other thing about this song is at the end of this when matt comes in and he says yeah. uh, a thousand times I've I've thought this through, and uh, it's just it adds like when I first heard that I remember thinking you know because Matt's got such a cool voice and it just yeah. adds this kind of this heavy grittiness to it to that song yeah. and it's just so perfect and I love how they don't overdo it you know no I mean Matt appears he is just in and out all over you know the last couple albums and it's just yeah. uh, it just adds enough and like I said if if he uses it too much it just you know, takes away a little bit, but yeah, I love it, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome when he, when he comes in, cause it does, you know, their, their voices together. Do you have a, like, it's, it's that night and day kind of thing and it, it works really well. Yeah. Uh, you know, with that, it's, it's one thing to have, you know, two different singers and both singers kind of sound similar or you're, you know, they don't really give you any kind of, you know, different flavor with it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do love that part at the end where he, where he comes in, it gives it that, yeah, you're right. It gives it that like raw, a little bit more raw sound to it, but, uh, compliments everything really well. Yeah, dude, that fucking killer track too. Love, love it. All right. Next song, Santa baby. Yeah. 
Um, this is one of my. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of my favorites, and I told you, man, it's like the the most simple drum beat and just one chord, just the beginning, and you you still know that it's gonna be fucking awesome. And yeah, it's like this this build up, and then Jay starts singing, and you know, just all that melody coming through. And uh, yeah, man, it's just fucking perfect. It's just a fucking hit. And the chorus, so damn catchy. Obviously, you know, it's not. I told you before. This is this is like the. Uh, there's no other Christmas classic this good that uh, mentions drugs and Satan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like I yeah, like I said about the you know the dwarves. Like, do the dwarves have a Christmas album? Because that would be the only other instance <laughs> that I could imagine. If Flag did a, I don't know if Flag's on a Christmas album, but. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I told you like the same thing with me. Like the songs that I really love on this are the songs where they're little, like little nuggets of uh, either like pop culture shit or um, you know stuff that like I know like you know being in bands with Jay and, and like hanging out with Jay and everything and like little things when he said when he sings it and I'm like, ah, oh, dude, that's fucking awesome. Like just like the little personal <laughs> touch like that's in that's in a song like uh, with, with about Home Alone too. And uh, whenever I think of Christmas. Like or I think of New York City, I only fucking think about New York City in the in the aspect of like in the entire frame of like Home Alone two. Like when I go to New York, every time I go, it's like I just I just constantly think about fucking Home Alone two. <laughs> that's how I see that's how I see the city. I don't see it as like uh, it's CVs or like you know Statue of Liberty <laughs> or fucking you know hopping the subway. It's like I just I, I just think about like Tim Curry chasing Kevin around the fucking hotel lobby of a. Uh, of the Plaza Hotel and like uh, just walking through Central Park and uh, you know hanging out with the homeless people like that's that's like what I that's what I envision of New York <laughs> that's how, that's my vision of New York so I fucking love it you're not looking for uh you know former CBGBs or any of those like what like Joey Ramone place you're like going to trying to find that fucking toy store that doesn't exist and shit Duncan's fucking toy chest man <laughs> let's go I'm ready I want the two turtle doves <laughs> I uh we went actually uh. The Reynolds when we when I was in the Reynolds with Mike uh, from uh, Rad yeah, yeah. and uh, he was in Giant Three Two uh, when the Reynolds and, and Casey uh, we went on tour uh, somewhere when we, we played a show in New York and Johnny Three was playing at CB's and uh, we went that's the only time I ever got to go I was just like oh seven dollars for a pass that's pretty fucking cool and um, the only thing I could think of was just like it wasn't like oh my god like Ramones played there fucking, you know like talking heads played you know all these fucking bands played on that stage the only thing i could think of was i gotta see this fucking toilet <laughs> i gotta see this fucking yeah. toilet i gotta see this absolute abomination of a shit receptacle that they have in this back of this place <laughs> and like i went in that room it was just like yeah it, it, it like it's that bad you know when you see you know you know when you see something and like you can like like a picture of something, you're just like, I, I can almost tell you what that's going to smell like. That's exactly, like, I can tell you verbatim that, that it smelled exactly like I thought it was going to smell. Uh. And, uh, yeah, dude. But, like, yeah, New York, uh, you know, I mean, I've done it all. I did the, you know, we, actually, when we went with, um, when we went with the Bubblegums, I think, uh, yeah, we took the Staten Island Ferry. I, I believe it was the Staten Island Ferry. I don't know where the hell we went. We went to the fucking, uh, the uh, Bubblegums wanted to see the uh, Statue of Liberty. And uh, the dude that was uh, taking us around, uh, Richie, was like, yeah, we'll take um, we'll take you uh, over, but we're not going to go up because it takes like three hours to get up to the top of the thing. So like, we basically took a fucking boat all the way over to the island, to Liberty Island, took it back immediately, got right off, got right back on, 
and came back over. And uh, like we saw that, we saw like Ground Zero, all the you know all the normal shit to see. But like, uh, yeah, I, I guess I never really s- like was seeking out anything, uh, you know, short of just uh, that that uh, Home Alone. Like I said, if I saw it in Home Alone two, I wanted to fucking see it. But, uh, that was about that was, that was about it. But yeah, the the, the song, like I said, the, uh, fucking this is like my either number one or number two on the record for the for me. This song, this song's just so good. Chapstick tasted like a candy cane. I'll never forget what's her name. I wish it was Christmas every day. Snowflakes are melting on your pretty face. I wonder if there's Christmas in outer space. There is, I wanna go there. What's turkey and mistletoe this year? up lonely this is the uh like i said dude when jagger holly goes slow it's it's really special they got this that 50s uh 60s swagger and they don't do it very often but when they do it's so fucking perfect man and you you did it with them and yeah and this song is takes a backseat to none of the other ones but so good he just he knows how to jay he knows how to uh he kind of sets the tone you know, like he's got some, uh, you know, some downer lyrics and the music's yep. kind of downer and he just fucking nails it. Yeah, dude. 
that's that three four uh you know that that real classic like you said that 50s style like doo-wop uh drum beat and uh that's fucking sweet uh like uh then she kissed me from the first record and uh you know like this is another one the other reason right here that i like this is uh the springsteen drop because that talking about one the springsteen box set yeah uh like that's something that's something i would ask for for christmas so that's uh because I'm a big Springsteen uh, guy, at least like the earlier uh, Springsteen stuff, and then getting uh, screwed by the Cougar, you end up getting the Cougar instead. <laughs> Some people would like to get screwed by the Cougar. I, I can only imagine. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> Pink houses uh, right there for uh, for you and me. Yeah, that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't say anything bad about the Cougar. Uh, I guess, but uh, I've gotten into like verbal altercations with people, people that are listening right now. That you know who you are. And uh, about who <laughs> who's better is it Springsteen or or, or the Cougar? And uh, it's Springsteen all fucking day. The dude wrote "Born to Fucking Run." I, I don't want to hear uh, "Hurt So Good," uh, even though that's you know what gets played in the in the song. I, I don't want to. Uh, "Born to Run" is a fucking great fucking song. It's way better than anything the Cougar's ever done. But still, mad props to uh, to the Mellencamp uh, crowd. But yeah, yeah, that's another just, thing I love. You just pissed off Indiana. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Sorry, nosebleed guys. Sorry, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, you know, I love you guys. I love you, Fort Wayne. Don't uh, don't kill me if I come out there the next time. Is is about uh, my Cougar talk? Is John Cougar from Fort Wayne? I don't know. I don't know where the fuck he's from. I don't know. He's from from a small town. He was born in a small town. <laughs> probably probably die in a small could, town. Could be Fort Wayne then. <laughs> could, well, Fort Wayne's actually bigger than I fucking thought, man. I never forget going there the first time, being like, this. I just like, you know, that's like when people talk about Ohio. I'll never forget when, like, D- I think D-Cracks talked about Ohio and when they were allowed, you know, when they were allowed in the country. They were like, oh, we thought it was going to be all, like, farmland. And it's like, well, half of it is. But, like, you know, we're 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 pretty, you know, industrialized in, in the uh, on the outer sides of the, the state, like Cincinnati and, and Cleveland yeah. and everything. I guess it's, and Columbus in the middle. But, like, uh, you know, it's it's pretty, you know, normal. But, like, when, we, when you drive through Indiana, man, there's fucking nothing. <laughs> there's just absolutely fucking no- it's flat and there's nothing dude i live near iowa i know all about that shit uh, that's the stretch man it, like it's like it starts it like, kind of starts in ohio and then it just kind of like <laughs> pushes its way west and it's just like there's the fruited plains or whatever the fuck it is but yeah there's yeah man but yeah for for wayne yeah for wayne i don't know i don't know where he's from but it definitely is indiana somewhere you i don't know if you've ever been to wisconsin um but where I live, I've had friends that live on the eastern side of Wisconsin, and it, it's yeah. kind of flat over there. But once you get to the western side where I live, there's bluffs. And I remember the first oh. time a couple buddies came here, they were like, holy fuck, there's mountains here. And it's like, well, <laughs> they're not really mountains, but it's certainly like, yeah, like if you're driving from out east, when you get to my area, it's like really beautiful. Because like nice. it's bluffs and it's just, it's pretty awesome. And then it goes yeah. back to flat through Minnesota. And... Yeah, dude, if you're saying bluffs, like there's no bluffs in Ohio. I can tell you that right there. No, like, I, I've been to Ohio. It's nothing. pretty flat, dude. It is. It is pretty flat. It's nowhere <laughs> near as flat and, and listless as, as fucking Indiana. But yeah, it is. Uh, I'm really talking bad about Indiana. I apologize, guys. But uh, that yeah. western or eastern Ohio was pretty cool because right once you get, you know, eastern Ohio and western PA, mm-hmm. um, yep. that gets very, uh, it's much more scenic than between here and there. Oh yeah, the drive from here to Pittsburgh, like I live in like, Youngstown. Yeah, so the it's drive really from here nice. To Pittsburgh, yeah, you, well, it's not nice, but I mean, you, uh, you're going through the mountains and shit. And yeah, I think you know, it's nice. It's, uh, it's it's all right. It's not bad. It's there's worse things you could probably see, but uh, yeah, it it's it it really isn't that bad. 
but yeah, definitely. Um, well, I mean, we just did a Dougie tangent. We just went off on a Dougie tangent about uh, the, the <laughs> no, geography of the United States. No, yeah. we didn't. Nowhere near what <laughs> well, Dougie tangent. We kind of did. We kinda did. Hey, I don't know if you've been—I don't know if you've been listening to the show. Obviously, you listened to Dougie Tangent, yeah. but I don't know if you listened to the Kepi one. Um, yeah. I did those B face rule things in there. B face rules, dude. Yeah, that was—I 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 was, uh, was, was, was trying to count them, but I lost count after like sixty. It's—it's <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like it swept the internet for a couple of days. There, fucking hilarious. Yeah, I saw the—I—I uh, I, I saw the Billy Madison one. So whoever did that, props to you. That's a, that was a cla- that was my favorite one so far. So that one was really good. Yeah, um, and the only reason I did that is because we we had some audio issues with Jeff, and uh, yeah. I just I just had Jeff basically you know record a a B face rules thing, and I just punched it in a co- wherever I had an issue where they were talking about B face, I just threw it in there. Yeah. Fuck it, B face is B-face such a nice bump. guy. He deserves it. They had the B face bump. There you go. B face rules. Yeah. All right, but back to lonely. Um, I love yeah. the lines. I need a Christmas miracle to wake up next to you. That's unreal. And yeah. if you're thinking of falling in love, I recommend you don't. And yeah. that's, oh man, so good. Christmas heartbreak, man. Tale as old as time. Uh, next up, Holiday Without You. Starts with uh, Clark. Yeah. I told you last time, yeah. and I'll, I got to tell you again. So yeah, I'm doing this puzzle, doing the Frosty the Snowman puzzle with Miles, who's four. And uh, we got Jagger Holly playing, because it's clean-ish. And uh, yeah. this comes on, and I'm not paying attention. I'm, I'm doing the edge pieces, you know? And uh, <laughs> song comes on. I'm not paying attention. I can hear Eli, my my 11 year old, yelling from the living room. You know, dad, dad, dad. And I'm like, what? You know, and he comes in there, the song, and I'm like, oh shit. And before I could grab it, it slips. Yeah, and the next thing you know, Miles, he throws it out there, man. He heard it. He yeah. repeats it. The only thing he repeats from the whole thing is, yeah, Danny fucking K. <laughs> Dude, that rules. Yeah, all my kids did just, that. I think that's amazing because like all, all i can think of now like i don't have kids but like all, all i can think of now is just like uh future generations uh like nobody's gonna know what danny k really did they're just gonna know that he's danny fucking k because of that movie like nobody's gonna be like oh, dancer whatever the hell he did and like they're like nah man it's legit like it's danny fucking k like that's that guy's name for the rest of his life that's you know for for the rest of your for the rest of eternity that's that's gonna be that dude's name so that's pretty awesome. But yeah, open him with Clark. Classic. Is Danny K alive? Do we know? Mm-mm. I'm sorry, Danny fucking K. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. I wonder if he, he had to have been alive when that movie came out. That movie came out like 30 years ago. Oof. Yeah, nah, man. But if Maybe he was, he was I wonder yeah. what he thought of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can only imagine like you hearing that and being like, well, I guess I, I guess like, I mean, I know I was a good tap dancer, but you know, like. I guess I didn't know it was that fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Iconic. Um. Yeah, he's got the uh, Santa Claus is ringing a bell, begging for money. I already yep. gave to you, or I already spent on you, dude. I've. It's so funny because I hear that line, and it's like I've probably saw, thought that every Christmas when I hear that. You know, you you kind of walk past those guys sometimes. You know, you can't donate every time you walk past those. The guy ringing the bell. It's like, yeah. you can't. I mean, every time you go to a store, come on. No one does it every time. But I swear all the time, you you think that same thing. Like, I just, you almost feel guilty, you know? I just spent my money, dude. Right. You know? Yeah. But it's like, and I, it, the Jay somehow gets it into a song, and it's yeah. fucking brilliant. That's the thing, man. It's, you know, you, you know, you, it, it's creating the ambiance, man. Everybody, you know, you <laughs> take the staples that you know. You know the guy ringing the bell because everybody's walking past him, and you know you do the, you do the, uh, uh, the Bill Murray, you know, like where you like you kind of like, in Groundhog Day, you kind of like grab your pockets and like you're like 
feeling, but you keep walking. <laughs> you're just like, oh man, yeah, I got something in this. No, maybe it's and it's just like you're fucking gone. Have you done that? So tell me honestly, have you ever done that before? Oh, done that like, oh, oh shit, fuck yeah, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I don't carry cash, number one. So let's you know, let me not make it known yeah. that I, you know, I'm not, I'm not that much of an asshole that I just won't donate to anything. But like, I don't <laughs> carry cash, and like nowadays, especially with fucking COVID, I don't know what these people are doing. Like. You know, are these people going to be out there with masks and ringing bells? I haven't even seen them because I haven't gone to a yeah. store. <laughs> well, they so got to be hurting this year. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, you know, you think about that and like how it's affecting that kind of shit. Like, uh, you know, um, that's why I give props. Um, uh, Jeff said he did. Uh, they were still doing the Toys for Tots thing, weren't they, this year? Um, Don't they do the uh, the guts, do the uh, him and Nate do the. Yeah, but they weren't doing uh, it this what, year. They weren't oh, they playing were? it. I thought no. they were doing it. No, not oh, this year. shit. There it is. See, yeah, Toys for Tots is certain this Again. year. <laughs> another thing, another Christmas is destroyed. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, dude. That well, it sucks, was a shitty you know? year, anyways. Why, why make it any better with toys at the end of the year? That's that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's 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 definitely true. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, that, uh, I'm kidding. I fully 100 percent uh, support Toys for Tots. Oh no, so. definitely. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh you know we we do the Angels thing uh, where I work at. Um, of course, they couldn't do it this year because, like I said, another you know, uh, nobody's coming in to where I work, you know, to, to make the donations or anything because we don't really have a, a high foot traffic, obviously now. So it's just like, you know, just another thing that just kind of f- falls by the wayside this year. Just another COVID crush, you know, at the uh, at the holiday time. So it definitely fucking sucks. But uh, you know, now that we've really just depressed the shit out of everybody uh, about this i was going to just bring up the lethal weapon line <laughs> because is lethal weapon a christmas movie a whole nother a whole nother realm we didn't delve into uh during the uh the top five conversation gotta be yeah they have a shootout at, they have a shootout at a uh at a, a tree farm uh <laughs> you know like they got the christmas music playing um just like the uh it's not christmas until hans gruber falls off uh nakatomi plaza it's not Christmas until Gary Busey gets put in a uh, in a triangle lock on uh, Murtaugh's front yard <laughs> while the fire the entire fucking LAPD is just sitting there watching, watching. Him yeah. in the middle of a rainstorm. Yeah, dude, that's it's Mr. Joshua. Like you gotta, you know, that's that that's Christmas. Gary Busey's fucking crazy ass fighting Mel Gibson's crazy ass on the holidays is uh, <laughs> doesn't get much more Christmasy than that. Nope. So. Yeah, but that's another thing right there, like that line, like that kind of shit, like uh, thrown in here, like those those references, those those are the things that I just fucking love. So that's that that one right there uh, is get, gets me to laugh every time. All right, how about uh, Ghost of Christmas Present leads us into yeah. that perfectly. The kickoff. Well, you were you skipped you skipped. What did I skip? Our buddy, you skipped our buddy. Oh, Kevin. Mr. Kevin Aper. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Our our master of ceremonies for the for the record, um, <laughs> telling us we need to flip it over. Uh, that part, fucking, I I was dying laughing at that shit too uh, when I first heard it because I didn't know it was coming and uh, and uh, then he came on and uh, told us we had to flip the record over and uh, it was fucking just it's so fucking great. I love that dude. He's great and uh, that's another kind of cool thing because that's kind of like a variety show, like a Christmas variety show kind of like a like a like a wink to that kind of stuff um yeah like you know you know stay tuned we're doing more don't you know don't go <laughs> don't anywhere leave. you know all right so how about just we'll just move right on to uh what's next number one on my ah no alone for christmas the cover mm-hmm. which yep. i told you before dude i didn't i didn't even know this was a cover until lucy told us 
I'm like, that's a cover, you know? And which is funny yeah. because I listen to Christmas music um, probably nine months out of the year because my wife's kind of nuts with that stuff. Like she'll, you know, nice. it's, it's July. She's starting, you know, I got to start listening to Christmas music, whatever. So I hear enough of it, but I, I don't know. For some reason, uh, Lucy told us, and I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even know that. And then I watched Home Alone 2 just a few weeks ago, and like the first two or three notes, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. I've yeah, seen this movie a hundred fucking times, and uh, but it just sounds so different. Like I prefer the Jagger Lucy version, mm-hmm. uh, of course, because it fucking yeah. rocks. But um, yeah. yeah, they really, they really made this like their own thing. Like I think even if Jay sang it, it would have been fucking great, but having mm-hmm. Lucy on it, was perfect and i told you oh, dude, that yeah. I, I didn't i heard this record before i knew it was lucy like i heard that song and i i didn't know who it was at first and yeah. i had heard um i had heard angie was on the album and i'm like is that angie singing mm-hmm. that song <laughs> you know yeah. like holy shit she can fucking sing which i'm yeah, sure she awesome can singer. sing yeah. but she um can, yeah. i didn't realize that's who it was so another another moment of me feeling like a fucking ass but um <laughs> yeah lucy does good i'm sure angie can do just as good but um oh, yeah. yeah but a cool it's, it's a cool song yeah it's awesome dude uh like um if you're gonna do a cover you know this is so fucking crazy and out in left field to do <laughs> like a pop like a, like a pop on christmas record just because first off it's hard as fuck it's got to be hard as fuck yeah to like to come up with you know 10 12 14 tracks of of like original you know <laughs> christmas laden material and not just do you know classic covers of songs or or whatever and uh and then you know if you even want to go down that road and just be like well you're gonna do a cover of a christmas song most people would think you'd hear like you know merry christmas i don't want to fight tonight so- something like that or you know um uh, Spirit in My House, you know, something, Ramones, you know, mm-hmm. something along those lines, you're going to hear that. And uh, this song, um, like I, I knew immediately just because, you know, I've already, I've already shown my Home Alone 2 love, uh, you know, <laughs> earlier. And, uh, but like immediately when it started, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, that's, yeah, dude, that's awesome. And then, yeah, you know, sped up a little bit. Um, Lucy's awesome. Great, uh, great singer. Um and Jay doing the backing vocals was awesome because that's mm-hmm. kind of what uh, I, I like that, uh, especially near the end there uh, when they're uh, going on the outro. Uh, that's really fucking cool. Um, and their voices obviously mesh so well because they're both great uh, vocalists. And uh, yeah, dude, uh, killer fucking cover. Um, and if you're going to do a cover, this is this is probably the one that, uh, you know, is the is the best choice. At least I, I think. All right. How about uh, number one on my list?
great one. Another uh, fucking great one. Uh, it just has that classic Jagger Holly intro, that you know, and yep. uh, it's just a great love song, dude. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> yeah, and you get the, uh, the, you know, you run the gamut uh, here. You get a little Hanukkah. You get a little, uh, yeah, you get a little Christmas. Get the, you know, get everything, you know, intermingling uh, right now. So it's, uh, you know, you get the eight, eight crazy nights there. Uh, <laughs> Jewish girls get eight nights and uh, yeah. Catholic girls get one. And, uh, you know, yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's awesome. It's really, really cool. Like I said, there's nothing, nothing wrong on this album. Everything's fucking just right. But uh, another great one. I mean, just, you know, uh, if you're going to do it, and you're going to do it uh, the way Jay does it, uh, you know, it's chances are 99% of the time it's, it's going to be a fucking hit. So, you know, yeah. can't give, can't give the dude enough credit for that kind of shit. Especially as like I said, writing a whole Christmas record. <laughs> just, yeah. just me thinking about it just gives me a fucking headache. All right. So the next song it's Christmas somewhere, dude, I think this is my favorite one. I love, yeah. I fucking, yeah, I think so. I, I was really, last time I listened to it, which was earlier today, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I was right? like really concentrating on that and I was like this is the one that I really love it has that great you know that Rachel in the beginning it's great lyrics you can totally relate to this song uh, like it's just it, it's, this whole album is full of those things where it's it's things that he says that everyone thinks mm-hmm. but you don't really think about it until you're hearing it now like waiting in lines and can't you read the fucking sign you know exactly you know you just you never would think to have that in a song, but when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's fucking perfect. Like that's, I thought that this morning, dude, I had to go to the store this morning and buy a fucking something. I couldn't believe I had to buy, but I had to wait in line. Yeah. That was like 20 people deep. And I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting in line, you know, during a fucking pandemic, buying something from a kid that <laughs> I don't, he doesn't need, you know? And it's like, yeah, they even dude, I don't want to tell you what I bought. Cause it's almost embarrassing. Yeah. But it's like, well, you know. even the fucking guys at the store that had to get it for me, like, they were like, we don't, they don't even make these anymore. You know, we don't sell these. And, you know, it's like, literally, I walked past this thing in the store like 10 times, I'd ask, and it's like yeah. bottom shelf hidden in the back. So oh, yeah. I'm not going to say what it is. People, people can guess what it is, but um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was just like. Well, I'm I, I'm hate, I'm waiting in line. You know, obviously, it's it wasn't the kind of store where it's you know twenty items or less or whatever, ten items or less. But still, yep. it's like there was a guy there had a whole fucking cart full of stuff, and it's like, yep. dude, really? You do all your shopping in one time? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a little bit more of a. I mean, I'm going to say it. <clears throat> I'll say an advantage when it comes to shopping. <laughs> put it that way, um, because I'm not buying for kids. Like, I can only imagine the fucking hoops that you have to go through <clears throat> to get any child a gift uh, <laughs> during the holidays. Like, especially cause you're looking for a specific one. Like, I yeah. mean, like when I was younger or like when you, you know, you, you're a little bit, I think you may be like a little bit older than me, but not a lot older, but like there was times where like, you'd be like, I want this. And you'd say exactly what you wanted. It was like most of the time for me when I was younger, it was like, well, you know, it's like a Nintendo game or it was like a, like a CD or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And like, you'd say, this is what I want. And it's like fucking, and then it ends up being like the, like something like that or close to it. And you're just like, ah, fuck. Like, you know, like just kind of like almost made it, but didn't get there. (laughs) And, uh, so like with that kind of shit and seeing people like, you know, going out for PS fives and like, you know, giving handies out, trying to get a PS five. Like <laughs> I, I couldn't even imagine like 
having to jump through those hoops right now for something something like that that you could probably get yeah you know two months down the road anyway um but uh yeah the definitely the um the holiday uh spirit of standing in line and <laughs> and, and watching those people that are just like dude i mean spread it around like you know we're all we're all just trying to get the hell out of here and you got like two carts full of shit and uh <laughs> you know yeah that's what that's what amazon's for man like you know just you know yeah some of it on amazon some of it at the store you know what i mean like just you know make yeah. it happen most of the shopping this year was done through amazon or online but yeah. you know it's 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 getting the last minute where you can't really depend on those shippings you know yeah oh yeah yeah, it's kind of like yeah. ordering a screeching weasel record and still not having it yet. Fuckers. Yeah, I'm still waiting on yeah, that dude. thing. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to do it because I know, but like they had something with the pressing because I ordered one of the sack records, and I'm waiting for it because I wanted, I wanted the Santa sack record because I wanted to be able to play it on Christmas, and uh, I, <laughs> they're still, I know, I know they're shipping it, but it was like, you know, when you get freaked out, like especially now, like now, when you're like, you know, you got something coming in the mail. And you're like, you don't want one of these fucking porch pirates to like, oh yeah, know, steal it. Because like, all I can think about is just like being at work, and I work like forty minutes away. Like being at work, and then like having somebody send me like a picture, like, oh, your package was delivered successfully. And I live like in a condo, like building, and like seeing my like fucking sack record just sitting <laughs> up against the door, and having some asshole come and steal it, and then just almost wanting to be there to see them open it and be like. The disappointment. What the fuck is get wrecked? (laughs) (laughs) The fuck is this? Yeah. And like, uh, you know, like you're just like, oh, please, please get here, please get here, and please don't get stolen. But uh, yeah, dude, (laughs) the the online, uh, the online thing. I mean, it's great in a way, and it's it sucks in other ways. But it's just like you know, when when you when you need to get something like a weasel record, you know, you got to do what you got to do. No, I don't like kids, but I like any kids.
Next song? Yeah. Uh, I'm not coming home for Christmas. Another classic. It's a, yeah. It's a it's a it's a slow Christmas kind of a tearjerker almost maybe, right? Yeah. And you know, it even starts with the, you know, with with the most romantic line ever, this the best Christmas movie's got to be Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Which we've also already talked about with the Christmas movie list. It made our both of our lists and it probably makes it Jays. I'm assuming. Oh, well, I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just a line. Yeah, I'm going to piss him off because I, I had it number two. So he's going to be mad that I didn't have it number one. I had it, what but, I have uh, it, five? I think I had it at number five. You had, you had it five, yeah, because I had, I had Vacation as number five. And that's, as I said, that's low. But, you know, like I said, that was my list the day that we recorded this originally. If you asked me to do the list again right now, I probably might even just, I might move Bad Santa up back on the list. But So let me ask you, yeah, did, you did you check out uh, Surviving Christmas? Not yet. I haven't <sighs> checked it out yet. It's almost no, Christmas, dude, man. I, Gotta hurry up. I know. I know. I know. You know when you like start <laughs> watching something, like especially, you know, everybody's been watching fucking everything now because it's all you have to do. Yeah. Uh, anymore. Uh, you know, you start watching like a show and you're just like, I gotta get it. I gotta get through this. I gotta get through this. I gotta get through this. And it's like, I was binge watching a show for the last like fucking, I, it felt like a month and a half, <laughs> but it was just like, I finally finished it today. And I was like, pretty like by the end of it, I was just like, I don't even know why I did this. <laughs> Oh, I did this to myself. Why don't I do this to myself? But like, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, like, uh, just like you with the, with the, with the, with your, what you were picking up, uh, at the store, I'm going to let everybody try and guess what I was, what, what I was watching, what I binge watched for the last month and a half. That'll be the guess. Um, hmm. but yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I think especially with those, those Christmas movies, like I said, you can, you can kind of go any way you want to go with it, but, uh, Definitely, the jingle all the way line is one of those things. Like I said, just constantly pulls me in uh, to the song, just because uh, I know the love of jingle all the way. So, um, the line that I like is it's got that little innuendo in this one, waiting, waiting for you to decorate my tree. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, tree. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, there's wood involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, the old, man. The old Douglas, the old Douglas fir. <laughs> um. Ghost of Christmas Future. This is that one, the little darker, you know, the, you know, it's got a little more, uh, you know, more ominous feel to it, maybe a little, little darker. Um, fucking killer though. It's nice. It's a nice buffer between, I'm um, not coming in for Christmas and the last track mistletoe, but, uh, you know, like I said, still going still that little, you know, the, the thread that kind of holds the, you know, the whole thing together. I love how it didn't end on that song. I love because yeah. that, that would be obvious, right? right. Um, I love how they ended it with mistletoe, which is this, yeah. you know, clean tone acoustic, you know, great fucking song. Uh, mm-hmm. Just just one of those songs that, like I said before, um, you don't always wish well upon your your ex loves, especially right. when they're doing better than you. Then you wish the worst on them, and, right. and that's what this is, man. He doesn't want to see somebody yeah. happy. He's not happy. No, exactly. I love that. Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, that's the uh, you know the dark side of uh, the dark side of Christmas. You know uh, the people that uh, uh, the May December relationship uh, people who uh, you know get that uh, get that uh, early whiff of love in uh, right around the early part of May when you know spring is in bloom and everything, and then uh, you know you get the turkey drop. They uh, they dump your ass by uh, Thanksgiving, <laughs> so they don't have to buy you a gift for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, you know, anybody who's ever been in a relationship like that, yeah, dude, fuck them. You know, like, what do I give a shit? You know, I hope you, I hope you're miserable. I hope you're as miserable as I am. 
Merry Christmas. On a star last night Pray to Santa that you just might Wake up underneath my tree This year it's just you and me You looked in my eyes You told me that you gotta go perfect dude yeah this is like the this is like a new christmas classic to me like this is a song that could go well beyond jagger holly you know like you could see it being played uh by other people it could be redone michael buble might cover this song someday that that would be fantastic i think we need to get bubbles on the phone and get him to get him to do this i think it's a perfect (laughs) song for him you know what we're gonna do we're gonna go to the car and i'm going to play you a new track from the record He's got that Christmas special he does every year. I don't know if he's doing it this year, but I mean, yeah. Dude, he does. He should. He does like a Christmas album every year, I swear. He's got to be looking for material. I mean, I mean, yeah. you can't do Jingle Bells or Jingle Bell Rock or whatever every year. You got to, I mean, this an album like this from Jagger Holly, which would fly under the mainstream's radar big time. It'd be perfect right. for him. He could, he could, he's going to discover this album and go, holy shit, this is full of hits. I'm going to make a million dollars on this thing. Yeah, he could he could definitely. Now I could see you know so you can go that route with like uh, you know having uh, Buble do a little uh, you know crooning uh, f- version of it, or you can go a different route and uh, maybe sneak this into uh, one of the Hallmark Christmas movies, the 270 Hallmark Christmas movies that they make every year, <laughs> and uh, you know this could be like uh, you know playing uh, you know like the montage kind of near the end, but kind of like you know near the end of Act Two where like. She's staring out the window. It's snowing. She's thinking about like the really hot young school teacher dude that you know she completely blew off because she wanted to focus on her career. And uh, you know she sees him uh, dating the uh, the uh, the other school teacher yeah. that like they were supposed to get together like last year and it didn't happen. And then she comes to town and hijinks ensue. That would be the song that she could be. You know, that could be the song. Thinking about it. 
uh, that she didn't want him to be happy because uh, she wants to be with him. So uh, another thing, if that happens in a movie, you know, or whatever, I don't want any royalties. I just want a copy. The big fight could be, why do you even want to celebrate Christmas? You're fucking atheist. Right. Could be that too. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Do they do atheist uh, Hallmark uh, movies like for Christmas? Yeah, that could be a whole untapped resource too. You could be onto something there too. You watch yeah, those I mean, you, know, you watch those Hallmark movies? Uh no, you know what? Um I've seen all of them, dude. No, really. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Well, really? maybe not all of them. my wife watches them, so they're they're always kind right. of on, so they're Yeah, you It's s- like I've literally yeah, I I get the eye roll a lot because of, like I walk in the oh, room yeah. and be like, "Oh, let me guess. That's the X." And I'll be like, "Oh, wait, wait. Uh-huh. They're going up north." Yep, that's her yep. hometown. That's where she's from. Uh-huh. <laughs> that kind of that's shit. Right. Cuz they're all the fucking have same. They gone, have they gone on the horse-drawn carriage ride yet? Yeah, that's at the end, dude. <laughs> and then the, Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so, that's at the end. Yeah. You want to do something fun? I don't know what you have for TV, but we have uh, we have Sling. And oh, if, you, okay. if you go on Sling, yep. we have the Hallmark channel. And if you go on the Hallmark channel, like you can go to all their holiday, the, all the Christmas movies, <laughs> and oh. you can see all the covers of the movies. Oh, yeah. And, dude, every cover is the same. They all have green or red sweaters on, tree in the back, yeah. whatever. It's it's like romance novels, how they're all the same. You know, Fabio or right. some shit. Um, yeah. These are all the same. It's just it's fucking hilarious because it's all the same plot. Yeah. Might as well have the same cover. Yeah. Dude, it's um. I- I've noticed. Uh, I just somehow think that there's like uh, a hub where uh, like TV, uh, TV made movies. It's really not. It's not. There's not a hallmark. You know, uh, studio. There's not like a. You know, there's not a separate studio for all these things. It's the same people. Okay, that do the sci-fi movies. You ever watch the sci-fi channel? No. Like the. Uh, okay, so. Uh, it's the same kind of thing. Like they, I have a feeling there's just like a, there's like a dartboard up and like <laughs> they throw darts at this shit and it's like, they hit like octopus and then they hit like shark and they go, all right, shark to And they're like, what do you mean? Shark to It's like, it's a fucking one thing, man. It's just a genetically mutated, you know, monster that we can put in a movie. And they're like, Oh, fucking cool. So I just have a feeling that the same thing. And they're like, school teacher yeah busy businesswoman does you know and they, all they do is they just they you know you just combine the shit together you know mix well you know serve chilled like that's just what they fucking yep. do with these I things think you're right yeah yeah i saw one hallmark movie not like a christmas one but uh the only reason i even watched it is because i was flipping through the channels and it was um there was a show called Rescue Me with uh, Dennis Leary. It's like a firefighter show. Like, Absolutely. Many, many years loved, ago. It. loved it. Great show. Great yeah. fucking show. Um, and uh, Janet, the hot wife, uh, was uh, in it. Yeah. It was in the movie. And like, I was like flipping through and I was like, oh, fuck, that's Janet. And like I stopped on it. <laughs> and like I'm watching it. And like I find myself just like sitting there and I'm just like, you know, first I'm just like, oh, yeah, Janet, that's awesome. And then it's like <laughs> 30 minutes later, I'm just like, why are you choosing him? What does he have that Rick doesn't have? And it's like you just get sucked into this shit and it's just like, fuck, like they got me. I didn't think you were going to be able to get me, Hallmark, but you did because you put Janet from fucking Rescue Me in one of these movies. And now it's, you know, it's like Brooke Shields, you know, (laughs) you put her in something and it's like, oh, man, Blue Lagoon. And it's like, I'll watch it. I guess I guess I could throw it on for a couple of minutes. I don't think I've seen Janet in one. 
but yeah, I mean, you're you're sitting yeah. there, you're trying to you're trying to pull one off to Janet, and you get sucked into the plot. Yeah. Next thing you know, I mean, you're watching on. the next one, dude. Yeah, that's why I'm like, oh fuck it, I got Hulu. I'll just put on fucking, I'll put on SQB and watch an old, watch an old Tommy Gavin. Uh, Fuck uh, fest, uh, dude, episode go on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something about Rescue Me and Me. I loved that show. We used to watch every week, and mm-hmm. then um, I think it was on like Wednesday nights or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, uh, somewhere along the lines, my my daughter was born. Right, so right. She, she was born on uh, she was born on a Sunday, but okay. we missed the next show. We missed it because um, you know he newborn baby yeah, you just a fucking yeah. baby yeah <laughs> yeah so i didn't yeah. watch it and then like the next week you know you can't miss an episode so we're like i oh, right. will watch it and we never watched it again we never saw the endings I, oh. I think it was the i think it was the last season too it's just like we just never finished it oh, to the you, day did you never finish it ever i never finished it don't ruin it for oh. me because that's one okay, of these yeah, days i'm gonna yeah. do it but it's yeah. like oh what a good show that was but now i feel like i have to go back and watch the whole thing again because yeah. I don't really remember, like what happened. Like just Janet was gone, and then it was like yep. the his brother's ex. Uh-huh. He was he was with her. Yep. And and yeah, that's all I really remember. Yeah, I won't I won't give any more of that away. Uh, the, Great um, show. It is amazing show. Yeah, it's like I kind of think of that as like the dude version of like that kind of a show. It's like the dude version of like the Hallmark movies. <laughs> like, because really, yeah. it's. Really, all it is is it's like a bunch of swearing and a bunch of fucking, and a you know, and there's like a plot that's kind of like interweaved in there. It's kind of like Californication. If you ever watch Californication, oh, yeah, fucking dude, another one, dude. That's another Rick, show. I never watched yeah. that until like maybe like a year ago when I, it finally was on. I think it was on like Netflix maybe for a while or yeah. whatever it yeah, was well, on. But I I started watching them and I got hooked and I got yeah. to the last fucking episode. And I was yeah, like, I don't really want to watch it because I don't, I got this thing about watching the last episode where it's like, yeah. it's over then. So I kind of don't yeah. watch it because I always got that in my back pocket, you know, I, oh, I can always watch that or it's going to suck. And then I'm disappointed. And then they took it off and I'm like, yeah. oh, now I can't watch it. I mean, obviously Dude, I can find it, but. I, I am the same fucking way with the last episode. I waited. Um, and this was just because I, I got into like freaks and geeks like way later than, uh, you know, obviously it was only on for a season. And like I was watching because I got bought the DVD thing, or I got it for Christmas actually, tying it in. I got the uh, the yearbook edition Christmas gift uh, of, <laughs> nice. of it, and uh, yeah, it was fucking great. And um, so I got to the last episode, and I was like, I can't watch it. I just I, I can't because I knew it was that was the finite end of it. Like you knew there wasn't going to be another season because it had been out for however many, you know, it'd be done forever how many years. And like I waited and waited and waited and waited and waited, and I think it was like maybe like three. I would like three months. Or something, and then finally just like put it on, and you know it was like ah, oh, it ended really cool. You know it was it was kind of nice and everything. But like you're right, dude. There's other episodes of shows where you're just like, man, that was like fucking Dexter was a what a fucking waste. And they're finally gonna come back. And I don't know if you ever watched that. <laughs> yeah, they, I heard they, they were coming back it. too. Oh yeah, they fucked the end of that show up royally, and like uh, uh, they're coming back to try and like hopefully they can redo that. Um, <laughs> But like, yeah, you're right. It's it's that it's that ending episode that where you're just like, ah, oh, man, is it gonna is it gonna suck? Yeah. Or is it gonna tie things together really, you know, really nicely? And there's only been a handful of shows that have really ever done that. And uh, Rescue Me does it. Just to, I'm not gonna tell you what happens, but Rescue Me really, uh, really does tie together. Cool. Pretty cool. well. I yeah. liked. Uh, I never saw uh, the last episode of Oz, or um, uh, 
what was that uh, uh six feet under i never i heard yeah. what happened but i never watched it and but yeah. i did watch like sopranos and yeah. um which i liked and um yeah. uh what's that other uh seinfeld mm-hmm. and that was Oof. another yeah. one that just kind of not completely like oh man yeah it was yeah. yeah but that's one of those shows that maybe that should shouldn't have ended you know yeah. <laughs> like, or or not had like that kind. Of, you know, just just stop. Certain right. shows like it deserve just... the big ending, and some just should just like kind of stop. Like Cheers, dude. Cheers was a good. I you remember Cheers, ending. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That great was like ending. perfect because it was just like, yeah. yeah, you knew it was coming. But I happen to really like the Sopranos one. The Sopranos ending. A lot of people hate that ending. I liked it. I re- I happen to really like it. I was at a bar in Youngstown, and the dude that was a bartender it was a draft house. Um, dude that was a bartender down there would have everybody down there <clears throat> to watch the Sopranos. And I was there for the last night and he was a huge Sopranos fan. And like, we're sitting there and like, so like this, bar, the bar, um, there, there's no like big screen TVs with the bar. It's just like these tiny little fucking TVs. Cause this is obviously back in like the early thousands. And like, um, we're watching this thing and the, the whole bar is like dead silent. And like the ending happens of the show and the dude that's the bartender fucking lost it. What the fuck is that shit? And just get so fucking mad about it. And everybody's just like laughing because they're just like he's he's so put out by it. And I'm just like, oh, so you don't really know if he died. You know, you know, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. He probably did. And like uh, you know, like it was just like such a such a moment, like that the reaction was better than the actual ending, like at, at the time. Just because of how how angry somebody, because you invest all this time, and, <laughs> yeah, you know, and like whatever, like every Sunday, and it's like I gotta watch, I gotta watch, and then like that fade to, or that fade to black happens, and it's just like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> you yeah. fucking lost it. But uh, yeah, dude, yeah, there's uh, they'll get you sometimes if if you don't end something the right way, that's that's what fucking kills it. So to wrap it all up, mistletoe, yeah, ends it the right way. Yeah, <laughs> ends man, ends the album the right way. Yep. Hey, I got to tell you, I'm looking yeah. at my finger right now, and yeah. it looks, it's all red and bloody almost. And um, that's not bloody. See what happened? We did Christmas cookies today, right? And Miles, who's uh, four, really wanted to frost some Christmas cookies, and uh, uh, the sprinkles and shit were on the table, and he picked up the red food coloring. Yeah. <laughs> and I opened Thought it up. there were sprinkles? And, uh, no, it was my fault. I opened uh, it up, and I smelt it, because... That's what I do, I guess. And I'm like, you want to yeah. smell it? And he puts it right up to his nose. Well, I didn't realize that it had touched right above his upper lip, you know? And it was, <laughs> and I pulled it away and he had a red mark there. And I kind of uh-huh. laughed. And my, my wife, of course, flipped out because apparently <laughs> it stains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, stains, yeah. I'm like, what? And then she rushes over with like, uh, like a, like a napkin with lemon juice on it. We're wiping his yeah. face off. And I'm like, it doesn't come off really. I've never. Yeah. Never had that. Well, I got a bunch of my fingers. Shit doesn't come off, dude. So, nice. <laughs> but hey, I dude, just that would got... be great, great trick right there to pull. And it's like somebody's like, "What's wrong with your hands?" It's like, oh man, just to see the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, yeah. did you happen to watch the queer show last night? Dude, no. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that I didn't. I had to work uh, at. Uh, well, I had to work yesterday, but then like last night, I was I was just ready to go to fucking bed. But like, I heard there was. I heard it was. Did it kind of cut out? Was it cutting out for people? Or I, I don't know. I was in and out myself, so I was cutting it yeah. in and out. But what I saw, it everything was fine. Um, yeah. yeah, it was kind of like lackluster, though. You know, like this is pretty boring. But um, Phil Hill was supposed to yeah. play, right? 
Yeah, I was going to say, I did see like snippets and I'm like, well, where's that? Where the fuck's Phil? Yeah, I talked to Phil on Friday and uh, yeah. he fucked up his hand at work. He burned it. Uh, and uh, so he had, yeah, he sent Whoa. me a, he texted me a picture of it all bandaged up, you know, like he was in the fucking hospital. And um, then I talked to him, he said it was, he was, it was seriously painful, you know? And of course, this is like yeah. one more, like one more chapter in the Phil Hill story here. But, um, oh my God, you do a whole episode on this. <laughs> dude, he just texted me a picture and he calls it the, uh, his Freddy Krueger hand. And it's, it's fucking burnt, dude. Like it, oh I mean, it's gosh. not like it's, it's pretty bad. Like you couldn't play guitar. There's no fucking yeah, way. No. I mean, your whole, no. you know, the back, the back, of the neck of your guitar would just be rubbing on it. Oh, there's oh, no way dude, you could do no. it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, man. So, with, like, you know, busting open fingers and stuff and like that, that, that hurts. Like, you know, I, I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, second degree burn on my hand and then rub, you know, running it all the way down the neck. and Oh God. Yeah. Now, but, hopefully it's a quick recovery, man. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but yeah, what a way to what a way to end the album, Mistletoe. Yeah, well, and and Mr. <laughs> and Mr. Aper with all the uh, you know, oh yeah the various uh, the various Christmas uh, salutations to everybody. Um, you know that uh, like I said that that's that's another thing that I fucking love when uh, when it comes on is a uh, you know just that that variety show kind of style uh, you know feel to it and just a, just a really a really nice touch. Uh, to have on there for both sides of the record for us final people that uh have it on vinyl pretty fucking cool to have that at the end um what do you think of the cover yeah. dude i should ask you before we started that's oh, great i mean you know you got everybody uh all sorts of santas yeah, i fucking love it too dude yeah it's very you know like the beach boys have their uh their christmas record and um i love the you know the obviously the charlie brown tree uh hanging out in there and uh <laughs> frosties are not um the abominable snowman's over there you know you get the you get everything you get a little bit of christmas uh christmas from all over internationally yeah absolutely i i, I think it's cool yeah. dude i just like the whole yeah, uh dude. the whole look you got the little uh, santa goomba you know yep it's yep. perfect dude and then the insert inside you know the lyric yeah. sheet you flip it over you got the uh, santa's hose yes uh, if you remember that yeah. and the topless elves and shit so Yep. It's cool, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Vegas, uh, Vegas would be the only place I think I would love to go and just see what it's like on Christmas because I can't even. Vegas is already like just the most like I, I can't even fucking. I've only been there once and I don't know if I ever want to go back. I think I I, I have like all my Vegas experiences in, in one. Actually, it was with Jay, so that's even funnier. But um, did you guys go see yeah. Topless Elves? No, man. I actually had my birthday out there though, and uh, I went drinking all night. And uh, the people, the people that were with us, like uh, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go back to the room." And I'm like, "Ah, fuck you guys." Uh, I mean, I got, I, I got there 22 out there maybe. Uh, and I was like, "Fuck you guys! I'm in Vegas for my birthday. I ain't going anywhere." And I ended up staying out. Uh, I got hammered at the old O'Shea's, uh, and I was playing blackjack at one of the tables. And they gave like the cousin Eddie from Vegas Vacation, like the big ass fucking like hurricane glass that you get, like the plastic one. They yeah. were bringing, they brought me beers of those. And like, I asked the woman for a beer and she brought me a bottle and I was so hammered that I poured it in the, uh, in the thing and it fucking just shot all the way, all, all over the fucking table. And they're like, all right, that's it. You're out. And like, they basically threw me out of O'Shea's. I like stumble outside and it's, you know, it's my birthday's in January. So it's, you know, my birthday kind of like Christmas, always fucking cold. 
always whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm in Vegas and it's like, I walk outside and it's broad daylight. And like, I'm looking around and there's like people walking to work, like you're walking around with briefcases and suits. Like I'm wearing the shit I was wearing the night before holding this giant fucking novelty cup. Like it's 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and I'm like stumbling all the way down the strip, like a fucking hobo. And I make it back to the room and my head hits the fucking pillow. And as soon as the head hits the pillow, the fucking alarm goes off. Cause they're all going to Fremont, the old, old Vegas, like, yeah, yeah. like, you know, Santa's, Santa's hose, you know, land. <laughs> And uh, they're like, we're going to go to the sign. We're going to go to this. And I'm like, I can't go anywhere. And they're like, come on, man. Like, you can't fucking miss Fremont. Oh, I can't go. So, like, I missed out on uh, Fremont. So I didn't get to see, uh, you know, the the Rat Pack, uh, you know, part of Vegas uh, when I went out there. But, like, I could only imagine that kind of an atmosphere, but with fucking Christmas. I, I can't even, you know. Yeah, that would be another place other than Hawaii that I would like to see Christmas in. All right, so yeah, Jager Holly Christmas album. What a fucking beauty it is! Great production, you know, great songs. Just like a perfect Christmas album, dude. Perfect yeah. album, really. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can, you know, obviously you can listen. Yeah, I know you listen to it year round. Yeah. Um, but you know, as a person who really kind of just really hates Christmas music, like I don't like a lot of <laughs> Christmas music unless it is uh, the Jagger Holly Christmas or if it's Christmas Eve and then that's the night where, you know, uh, all bets are off, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a magical time. So I think that that's uh, you know, that's kind of when the spirit comes alive for me is, is Christmas Eve. So <laughs> I can definitely stand it on Christmas Eve, but not like, you know, when it's November 22nd and you hear, you know, nonstop Christmas music on the, on the radio. So, but definitely a kick-ass record and a, obviously a, you know, a staple for, uh, for this time of year. I can see you on Christmas Eve, maybe uh, having a few drinks, dressing up as oh, yeah. Kevin, maybe getting the uh, Michael Jordan cardboard cutout, <laughs> dancing around the yeah. uh, condo by yourself. <laughs> Dude, definitely, I, I could definitely do that. Uh, I have one, I have one, one quick Christmas story. I know we're, I know we're really, we're not at Dougie tangent level yet, three year, three hours, but we're we're getting there. But uh, <laughs> I, I had uh, one year, one year that I had um, all of my like. Like my buddies come for Christmas, like Christmas Eve. We used to have a big uh, Christmas party at my at my mom's house when when I lived there, and um, I went there. And uh, actually, I went with my dad. My dad's a, a Steelers fan. We went to uh, it was Bill Cowher's last home game, and they played the Ravens in Pittsburgh. And it was Christmas Eve, and like we go out there, and like I was like I got cut off by the uh, stadium uh, serving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were just buying beers, you know, because it was cold as shit. And we we're just buying beers. So, like, my dad's coming back and he goes, Hey, let's stop. Uh, he was driving back. He's like, Let's stop at uh, Chili's. I'm like, Chili's? He goes, Yeah. I said, That's fucking Christmas Eve. What, what do you want to stop at Chili's for? Ah, oh, let's get a beer. Let's go. So, we go into Chili's on uh, Christmas Eve and, like, there's like five dudes. You know, it's got to be just fucking men there. And, like, they're all sitting at the bar. And we do like shots, and my dad never drinks shots. And like we're drinking like fucking like there was like a Jaeger involved. I'm pretty sure there was a Washington <laughs> apple. I don't know what the hell. In it. So like we get back to my my mom's house, and my mom and dad are separated at the time. And it's like they're my mom's like trying to keep my dad there, so like she's like giving him like drinks and shit. And all my friends show up. Like I think Jay, I think Jay made it up. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mike. Yeah, Mike and Andrew were definitely there. So Mike and Andrew were definitely there. I think Jay came. Uh, Mike from Giant Three was there. God, a bunch of other people, our buddy Sean and a couple other people. 
so like it was the first time like my family and my friends like had an inter- intermingling of like a holiday event and I got fucking shit faced and it was like one of the worst drunks I've ever been in my life. And, uh, I'll never forget. Like I woke up the next morning and like, it was, so it's Christmas fucking morning and I'm, I'm living at my, my mom's house and like, I wake up and I got my pants on my arms, <laughs> like just my pants on my arms. I don't know why. And, uh, I've got like a pillow over my head and I'm just like, like, I what the fuck? And like, I wake up and I roll out of bed and like, I, I go downstairs and like, it's like noon and my mom just looks at me and just starts laughing. And I was just like, just tell me I didn't take my pants off. Like, <laughs> while i was down here and uh she goes no but you did uh you did end up drinking i i broke i my dad had got me some kind of like a dartboard game where you fill a uh fill shot glasses that are marked with like little markings on it yeah and like they correspond to a part on the board like a like a like a symbol on the board and whatever quadrant you land in that's the shot you got to take so i was playing that with like people like i was already hammered and they were filling it with water and they were telling me it was vodka so i'm like just like drinking these shots of water thinking I'm, i don't know what the hell is even going on and i threw one of these darts and it hit the shot glass and it chipped it and they go oh you know everybody makes them you know whatever and uh, i was like oh i guess that's mine i fucking shot this whatever was in there i drank it so there may have been glass in it there may not have been glass in it i don't really uh i don't really remember how, how it went down and uh i found out later that uh uh it was mike from <laughs> mike from johnny three actually uh, crashed because he lived right uh, near my house and he crashed on my uh, living room floor and he must have woke up at some point in the middle of the night and he threw up all over <laughs> my mom used to have this like <laughs> basket and like she put like magazines in it and like, like fucking blankets or something and like he must have like puked all over it and then just fucking got the hell out of Dodge and left and my mom woke up in the morning and she came downstairs and she looked over and there's just like this puke filled basket just like in the middle of the living room on Christmas morning and her son's upstairs with his pants on his fucking arms with possibly broken glass in his stomach. And I'm just like, that's, you know, if that doesn't, you know, speak to the holiday season, I, I don't know what does. That but is a, that is a fucking great Christmas story. It was, it was my favorite Christmas story. That was, that, that was, that's my Christmas story. I can't beat that. So we'll end on that. I'm glad you didn't die, dude. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was really, uh, you know, it was a good, good Christmas uh, that year. It was a good thing. The gift of life. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, all right, dude. Well, it's good chatting. Uh, happy yeah, holidays dude, you to yeah, you. Thanks. Yeah, uh, Merry Christmas to you and the fam. Uh, hopefully, the kids love the stuff, uh, love their gifts, and the wife loves her stuff. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy oh, wow. your Christmas. Yeah, dude. But uh, yeah, uh, happy holidays to everybody listening. Of course, uh, to you, Jay. Thanks for making such a, such a great record. Not just Jay, but uh, Marco and, uh, and Matt as well. And whoever else worked on it, fucking great job. It's perfect. Love it. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I got to say, next week is uh, the Dummy Room Awards show. Oh, the teaser. Yeah. 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 The dummies. Yeah. So we're going to have, I can announce it now. It's it's an award show, dude. It's it's like, it's the dummies. And we're going to do 14. I think it's 14 categories. We're going to award best album. We're gonna award best seven inch, best everything. We're even gonna do a special award for the uh, for punk rock veteran, which is like our lifetime achievement. Oh, dude, that's killer, dude! I got, I got, we got special appearances by. We got McRackens, we got the, we got Jason V, um, all kinds of people. I can't even, I can't even remember who else right now. Damn. 
But yeah, we That's an action packed show, man. Yeah, That's dude. Fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fucking awesome and uh yeah, it'll be I it'll be next week sometime. I'm not even sure of the day. I think Christmas or Christmas Eve. Uh New Year's Eve. I think I'll do it New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, killer. Yeah, they can watch the ball drop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they doing that this year? I suppose. I mean, I, I, I can't well, do yeah, that crowd though. Uh, yeah, I saw some. Uh, they're they're doing like pub for shit. Like there was, uh, you know, CNN has Anderson Cooper or whatever every year. Like they they had something where like they're doing some kind of a New Year's you know event. So I don't know, man. I guess they still drop the ball, but nobody's there. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. It's New York. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Well, hopefully, if they're doing it, people aren't there. You know, spreading the shit even yeah. worse. But yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah. Dummies next week. Uh, I think people are gonna really dig it. I already know the winners, and uh, I'm. You know, I, I think it turned out pretty good. Uh, we'll explain it on the show. I'll have a co-host. It'll be a. It'll be a special event. Uh, yeah. Mark your calendars. I guess you could say. But oh yeah. Yeah, dude. I but anyways, uh, Merry Christmas to you, dude. And uh, yeah. Everybody listening, same to you. Got any last words, dude? No, just uh, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. You know, just uh, you know, enjoy yourselves. Whatever, whatever you got to do, you know, uh, have your have your time. Uh, you know, it's been a shitty year. Um, just make sure you know you're doing it, you know, responsibly. But fuck it, you know, fuck it, man. It's the end of the year. It's Christmas. Uh, you know, do something good for yourself. Do something good for somebody else. You know, uh, it's, it's been a rough year, so uh, you know, just just be good to everybody and uh, and enjoy Christmas this year. Awesome. Couldn't say it better myself. All right, dude. Well, you have a good one, and uh, I'll be in touch, and I'll talk to you later, Steve. All right. Thanks, man. Yep. Bye. Bye.